All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast powered by our friends over at X2 Power Batteries. Up. I can't point this time. I know. I know. It's all covered up by your ugly mugs. Here you go, Andy. Now you can point down there. Oh, yeah. There it is down there. Yeah. yeah there I can't even point. Deacon has to point. <laughs> We're back with the captain, <laughs> Mr. Andy Full, as well as the host of Biz from the Bass Boat, one of the shows in the Serious Angler Network, Mr. Adam Deacon. And as always, I'm your host. Bailey Igret. Boys, it's been a minute since it's been the three of us I hear on Serious Angler. Well, like but, episode uh, 300. I don't think it was that long. I mean, obviously, we have fantasy <laughs> fishing shows, but like, three of us. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just messing. <laughs> it's good to it, have It, it does feel like a long time. A long time. It really does. Because I think, I mean, obviously, Deacon, you've been on fantasy fishing shows, and for people that listen to those or watch those on, on the channel, but, uh, for folks that have it, you've made the switch from a, to a completely different state. You're in a nice fishing mecca, fishing becoming mecca of the world. Yeah, yeah, dude moved moved up here to Idaho and I'm learning all these these new places. I've been out checking these lakes out around this place, and it is uh, it's a cool place, man. And I'm big big into hunting too, so it is it is uh, it's a nifty place. There's no doubt about it. For sure, uh, we got a comment here saying. Uh, from wrong omer saying he's here for the shenanigans we will preface this and asterisk this episode before we start it and bring on our lovely guests for tonight uh there will be a lot of shenanigans i'm sure uh i can't say it's going to be as bad as the past you know 300 or 200 episodes uh how did we make it another hundred after that i don't know but we're here and i love it uh but we'll put the asterisk on that if you are listening to this episode and say you're listening while you're driving with kids or anything just know that there 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 might be either explicit language or some material maybe you don't want your kids to listen to in this episode i promise it's only every other hundred episodes that we do something like this it's a little more relaxed not so serious if you will for my batman fans uh but it's uh we're gonna have some fun tonight for sure the drinks will be flowing we have some cool topics we got some cool guests uh, buddies of the show that are going to come on here, but uh, Andy, what you been up to, big fella? Just fishing, you know, living the life. Yeah, as, as, as he complains, I, I burned so much gas today. <laughs> too much gas. Put 150 bucks in the tank this morning, and I'm pretty sure I burned all of it. So, like, ah, you'll be right. It, it was one of those days, but um, dialed it in. Tomorrow, <laughs> I got the same guy joining me on the boat, and found three groups of fish that had some big ones. So we're going to burn them to the ground tomorrow. So hopefully I don't have to burn as much gas. Yeah. We got a bunch of people coming in the chat. We have some, some, all of our regulars join here. Anthony Geis, always hot with the (laughs) the freaking comments (laughs) off here. Guys, keep these things flowing because we're going to be answering or talking about the topics you guys want us to talk about. Uh, Some of the, if you have any questions, we're going to dive into all of your either topics or questions tonight. And we're also with that going to be handing out a crap ton of prizes tonight. Uh, So here I'll go down the list. Yes. List of stuff we're going to give away. We have two pairs of Hobie eyewear shades to give away a swag pack from X2 power, a swag pack from the boys at do it molds, which we're going to have Brennan here on the show tonight, a $25 Omnia fishing gift card, and we'll preface for folks, if you're going to use the $25 gift card, expand your money, use our discount codes. That way, it's your $25 gift card turns into more than that. Um, and I'm not good at math, so I can't tell you the total. Uh, 
I'd say if it's 10% on $25, it's $2.50. Wow. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> this, is, this is why you, you're the brains. I got you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Don't rely on me for any of your mathematics needs. Uh, we have a bass fishing electronics swag pack and then a steer angler hat and a ba- uh, biz from the bass boat hat as well. So we got a whole bunch of stuff we're getting out of, uh, we're sending out tonight. So make sure you guys are active. In the chat, we got a bunch of uh, our friends here, like Andrew Hayes from Tackle Talk that's in the chat as well. Uh, episode freaking 400, boys. <laughs> I feel like that would go really wrong if somebody did a shot of prune juice and Jaeger. Just saying. <laughs> and he wants to see Andy do a shot of prune juice and Jaeger. Andy, we, we appease the fans. I think you got to give the, the people. If I had prune there. juice and Jaeger, I would do it just for you guys. <laughs> One time. Better look pretty, boys. We're on Scott. 55 inch TV. Oh boy. Yeah. Hopefully make sure. the family isn't watching Scott. Yeah, Halloween came early, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But it's it's awesome seeing everybody in the comments here. Well, I promise we'll do our very best to get to all of them. But uh we have our first guest coming on here in a few minutes. Uh, but we have Mr. Alex Rudd here tonight, Brennan from Do It Molds, and our boy Mr. Paul Roberts from the Bass and Brews podcast as well. And uh I think you guys know what those characters we're going to be in for some some fun times here tonight. But mm. uh, Andy, what are you drinking over there again? Oh, margarita with bourbon instead of tequila. Oh gosh, what would you call that? A burberita? A burberita. I guess that's a good one. It's delicious. <laughs> All it's missing is like the salt around the rim and um, a lime, and it'd be top shelf. <laughs> Andy, can you confirm or deny that you're a streaker after three Bud Lights? <laughs> deny, deny. It'd take about 30. And I need a gymnasium, you know, like old school. <laughs> We're going streaking. Who, Waylon Bailey says, who's going to be oh. doing a Matt Robertson shoey tonight? <laughs> all in on you, Bailey. It's all you. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, we have a show in the works that we're going to try to do where we'll have some donations going to charity. If we, well, I, we have, when we have it worked out, if we can hit the mark that we want to hit for that show, I'll do a shoey live. I'll do it. I like it, do it for y'all. So when that, when that time comes, I will write that down just because I'm a fan. I'm a man of the people. Oh man. I guess I'm drinking tranny fluid now. <laughs> kind of looks like it honestly like yeah but... it's because it's like brown and and it looks like <laughs> yeah, it, look it, it's delicious so so it, it's um my client one of my steel clients who's also a friend bought me as a um a tip a 10 year age bottle of tin cup which i didn't even know was a thing he's just like i got this for you and i'm like cool and i'm not one to drink like bourbon straight up unless i'm like toasted out of my mind or wasted so i'm like i always have to mix it because yeah i guess i'm a lightweight now in my older years so that's where we're at (laughs) and it's good oh boy how many of those how many of those have you had so far andy i think this is the third one i've made in the last like two weeks i thought you meant tonight no first but it's a double shot so we're doing good (laughs) oh lordy (laughs) so you guys know we're not ones to talk crap on this show. And I'm I'm not going to uh, 100% here, but I will comment on this because you guys know I was fired up a little bit this morning. 
but Anthony Guy says, "What my number one question? Which YouTube channel is despised more, Randy? Randy Block it. I won't refer to what he actually said, but or the Googans. And I will just say personally, the Googans fed off positivity and having fun. At least they fed off positivity. Whereas the other one is, I've never seen a positive thing come out of his content." And that's all I'm going to say is I am a uh, huge, not a fan of the constant negativity that does nothing for our industry and does nothing for the viewers besides make people go crazy and just think negative thoughts. And we don't need that. And there's no place for it. It's just a cancer for the industry. And I'll leave it at that. Any other comments from you guys? Or do you want to? No, I, if I had to choose between the two, I would probably watch the Guggen jail just because of the positivity. Positivity is I think more people need positivity in their life. And unfortunately, like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting older, but it seems like like negative opinions tend to come from that generation of folk, unfortunately. And I don't know why that is, but it's always rain on my parade. I can't keep up. So I'm going to blast everybody. And it's quite sad. So I just ignore it. Amen to that, buddy. Totally agree. Yeah. I, there's no need for, for negativity and stuff. I mean, I understand it, it, it certainly sells, right? Like we're a society that mm-hmm. if you look at anything, that's a negative, not even a society, humanity it, thrives off negativity, right? <laughs> like it's what people click on yep. the news clips that are negative, not the positive. Ones. So it's unfortunate, but it's, uh, yeah. Leave it there, I guess. Yep. And uh, before we get into this tonight, because I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of comments, and I know it's the big thing, it's the hot topic tonight, talking about forward-facing sonar. This is, be, this is where I'm going to leave this, because we're not going to touch it again tonight. We are going to have a panel of anglers that have a heavy voice, three different anglers that have heavy voices in this industry, on a panel on Sirius Angler Live to talk about this exact issue uh, and talk about it at length, talk about the two different sides of it, really explain it in depth uh, and put it out there to you guys. So we will have a show talking about forward-facing sonar with everyone and their mother posting about it right now. We didn't want to join in on that and kind of give our opinions. We want to have a well-thought-out, educational, and and very intuitive discussion about the topic and really bring some different points to light, especially with people that carry a much heavier voice than, than we do. So Stay tuned for that. That should be coming up very soon. So you guys will know. We'll announce it either on the show or you'll see it on social media first. Regardless, we'll let you guys know when we're going to do that. But that is coming. So I, I, I knew someone was going to bring up Forward Facing Soda tonight. Just to let you guys know we are going to get to it. I promise. Um, let's see what else we got before we start bringing on our first guest here. Oh, this is a cool one. From our boy. Which has been each of y'all's favorite episodes? Which, oh. by the way, shout out to Brown Bait Co. Make some freaking dope baits, dude. That kid's got crazy creativity. I don't know. What I, do you guys think? Top of mind, what do you think it that might be? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Like, I, I think I personally, it. right now, like some of my favorite episodes, and this is from like being on the water all the time and learning about the ins and outs of what happens on the water. I think it's like all of our Steve Barton episodes. Like, I just. Mm. I actually go back and listen to some of those because there's so many like tidbits and things that we can learn. It's like just by listening to it, you under you can understand the diversity and the biochemistry of a lake, and it'll help you catch more fish. 
So those are probably some of my favorite, but that is a great, great question, Brown Bait. Yeah, our dude Brennan over there. Kid is uh keep an eye on him. He's he's going <laughs> kid is wicked smart. Um I, I love that answer, Andy. Does That's he already have a serious angler hat? He has one on the way. Oh, he, right. he knows he has one on the way. I, I've been I will call him I throw my I I'll put myself at fault here. I have not shipped it. I've been meaning to ship for over a week, so I apologize. It's coming. <laughs> uh, and with that, I will add in a pair of Hobie Eyewear shades to that because nice. that's a damn good question as well. Yes, perfect. You stole my thunder here because, you know, we're waiting on a hat. I was going to give him a hat, but oh. shades are better. So now he's got <laughs> he's already got a hat going. <laughs> two for one. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. Deacon, what about you? What's your favorite business from the Bass Boat Show? Oh, okay. So business from the Bass Boat Show. Hmm. I think I think one for me that has been, and I'm gonna kind of go off of there's there's definitely a bunch that I feel like have been really, really cool, but the the one for me that was I think someone who I've fished against and you know Todd Castledine, when you're with him in a way in line or something, he kind of just is like, like, man, who is this guy? Like, you know. Everyone knows who he is, but he kind of, it's not like he's rude, but he comes off as like just a straight faced guy. Yeah. You don't really want to talk to, like, you don't want to go up and be like, Hey man, how was your day? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you're just like, it's this guy doesn't look yeah. like he wants to, yeah, he doesn't want to talk. And it's like, okay, that's no big deal. There's plenty of guys like that. But the interview was awesome. Like talking about fishing nationally versus fishing regionally, how he makes a living fishing regionally and how that's just a different mindset than a lot of people. Uh, who are trying to go make it, which is nothing wrong with doing, but it was interesting to hear his take. And I thought it brought the most value to people to kind of hear some of that. So that that's probably the one top of mind as far as strictly business from the bass boat, but our shows where we screw around, whether that be fantasy fishing or anything else, those are, those are fun ones for me. You don't enjoy those at all. No, I hate them. <laughs> None. <laughs> I'll have to say, uh, this is more selfishly because I've, I've never really been, there's only two, two guys I've ever really been somewhat starstruck by in the fishing. I've always looked up to a lot of them. Uh, Hank Parker was one I was starstruck by, but thankfully we had him on, or I got to meet him, fish with them, get comfortable around him before we had him on the show. Otherwise I probably, you know, Andy probably would have had to lead that whole thing. Cause I probably would have been stuttering the entire time we had. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Polonick was the other one. Um, when we had Polonick on, that was probably one of my favorite shows ever because of, he is one of the coolest dudes to study from a mental process. So I'll say selfishly, that was probably one of my favorite episodes, but there's so many good ones, but top of mind that those, those gotta be it for sure. But great question, Brendan, we'll go we'll send you out those, the Hobie eyewear shades there. We'll act, we'll get you a first pick too. I'll send you which ones are available. Um, but we do have one of our guests here, the Lorax himself look like he's eating his microphone. <laughs> Mr. Alex Rudd, what's going on? Right. I speak for the trees, and for some reason, they're speaking Vietnamese. Good evening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. Hello, buddy. How you been? Oh, you know, I'm. Dude, listen, I'm a cluster and a half. My entire existence is just a cluster. I stood up off of the couch to walk back here to get on this live stream, knocked over my cup, spilled my diet, Dr. Pepper, turned over the lamp, turned over a pitcher. And almost drowned my hard drive in Dot Dr. Pepper. I don't even know how it happened. It just <laughs> it just happened. So yeah, that, that's it. And I'll do a shoey. You give me a shoe and I'll spit in it and drink a beer out of it like Tai Tui Vasa. I'm down. 
I'm ready. This weekend's UFC. I cannot wait because Tatu Ivasa fights there in Australia. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be good shit. How you boys doing? Dude, this is one thing I love about yeah. you. You're so it's intriguing because most people ever in America right now are like, yeah, NFL this weekend, football. Alex, like, nah, I'm ready to watch people beat the living crap out of each other. Hell yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm ready to watch people take souls from each other. That's what I, I mean. Listen, I I'm, a college, I'm a college football fanatic. Like I bleed orange for the University of Tennessee, but. After it's all said and done, it's about 11 o'clock at night. All the games are off. Pay-per-view for the fights come on, and I'm ready to watch some dude head kick another dude and send him into the shadow realm. I mean, dude, that is – I love it. I love it. It is a little bit a UFC question. If okay. Sasquatch actually was found and they put him in a UFC ring, yeah. do you think anybody would have a chance? Francis Ngannou would probably be the only man to have a chance. <laughs> Dude, like, he's the baddest man on planet Earth. He's 6'5", 200, and he walks around at, like, 300 pounds. He's, like, one of the few heavyweights that actually has to cut down to 265. And so, maybe, maybe if he got a good swing on him, he can win. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he would, like, well, that's, like, the back in the day, there was no, like, limit to heavyweights. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So there'd be, like, some freak of nature that weighed 400 pounds yeah. and seven feet tall. Yeah. And, you know, like wrestling like some super athletic dude who's like 225, 230. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, I watched, uh, it was UFC one, like before Dana owned it or anything. And it was like the sumo wrestler versus like, like you said. Just, oh, I've totally seen that. <laughs> the dude, well, they allow ball kicks at that time. The oh dude just starts railing him in the nuts. I mean, it's my fighting method. That's what I always say. I'm like, I could win a UFC fight. And I'm like, you know why? Because I kick him straight in the balls. Once he got up off the, the canvas and the, and the penalty was over, I kick him in the balls again. And then they kick me out of the fight. But that's how I'd win. I'm not a fair fighter. It's a fight. You, you would have a 0-0 zero, zero record because I don't think a disqualification counts as yeah. a loss. I no. Record. Yeah, yeah. They would just kick me out. But yeah, dude, like that UFC one, man, this sumo wrestler is like trying to take this dude down and i mean finally he's like all right i've had enough of this and i mean just rails him right in the nuts and then just keeps <laughs> railing him right in the nuts until the guy just is finally like okay i've had enough of this bullshit i'm done i'm done but yeah no, man. it's wild dude, that is he was bleeding for a month oh yeah month. dude like he pissed blood for a month after that but like the crazy thing to me is like knockouts are crazy but you kind of understand it right you kick somebody in the head it knocks them out what is really wild to me is the liver shots. Like, cause you see somebody get hit in the liver and it literally shuts their body down. Like they're going, they're fine. And then they get hit in the liver. And I mean, it's like they get hit by a taser. They're just like, and like hit the ground. And I mean, you know, they're just all on top of them, but dude, that, that it's crazy, man. I love it. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a fun sport. <laughs> That's not what we're here to talk about though. We're here to talk about y'all's 400th episode. Like we're here come to talk on about anything. Yes, yeah, sir. That's 400. 400. 400 is nuts. It's a lot. It, it seems like a freaking lot. It's, uh, I don't really know how to describe it. I mean, we just, each episode you watch the numbers kind of stack up when you can actually, you know, you track it and keep up uh -huh. with it. Uh -huh. Man, it's a lot, it, dude. It's impressive. It like we just started. I mean, yeah. there's not very many podcasts out there that have 400 episodes. You know, most I mean? canceled. Surprisingly, we haven't, but tonight might be the night. Hey, well, you got me on here, so it's a damn good chance. <laughs> yeah. There's always a chance, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. there's always a chance that something's just going to go sideways. But no, 400 episodes is seriously—I mean, that's impressive. I'm, I'm proud for you boys. That's that's good stuff. 
Appreciate it, man. You've been on Thanks, buddy. like 20 at this point. <laughs> it's, yeah, it seems like a lot. I do a lot of podcasts, so I don't know. This was somebody the other day texted me, and they were like, dude, I've listened to six different podcasts, and you've been on every single one of them. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just getting around, man. <laughs> getting around. He's on the corner of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day I can work my way all the way up to Rogan. That's that's the dream. To one that's day the dream. Rogan. Yeah, just – you know, the, top of the, bucket the most list. interesting yeah. fisherman in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but see, I would be the ultimate guest for Rogan because we could just bullshit about everything. Like, I can literally, you bring up a topic, we'll talk about it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, that would be yeah. very intriguing. Cut that one and tag Rogan. See yeah. your response. Yeah. Everybody start tagging at Rogan right now for me. Let me on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we will yeah. bullshit for four hours if you want to. I don't care. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm Damn them. Set an alarm for every 10 minutes just to keep yeah. tagging Alex and all of his pages. Yeah. Aliens, drugs, politics, UFC, you name it. We'll talk about it. I'm down. Everything. Yeah. Uh, well, one of our other guests we're going to have on tonight is also a podcaster. Uh, and perfect timing. He hops in right here. Um, because there's a good question coming in from our boy Andrew Hayes at Tackle Talk. But we'll, we'll bring him on here before we, we ask this question. And that is, he loves to self-proclaim himself as the jabber hammer. But oh, uh, Lord. Mr. Paul Roberts, we love him. What's Hello. up, buddy? Knoxville, <laughs> welcome to Jackass. Man, that's <laughs> yeah. That was perfect, Alex. Hey, hey, I am not self-proclaimed in the least bit. That name was given to me by Cupcake Coley, a good friend of the show who has been on. Oh. And it took off from there. Cupcake Coley? Yeah, Coley. She's been on the show quite a few times. She branded me that, and then it just took off. And so I embraced it with all the fatness that has accumulated on my body over the last two years and gave it a big old hug. (laughs) Are you wearing a Donald Duck hat right now? Yeah, I don't know why my camera's all messed up. I like (laughs) the hat, personally. This was my podcasting hat for a while. I know. I say it looks familiar. I never actually took the time to realize it was freaking Donald Duck. So you want to you want to hear a funny story about a hat? Whatever. Um, I was when I still lived with my parents. I uh, was driving one day and I pulled out on the main road off of the road that they live on. And in the middle of the road, this is no joke. I, may the Lord strike me down now if I'm lying. There was a red hat, and I still have the hat around here somewhere. I don't know if it's here at this house. It's somewhere. I'll have to find it. But in the middle of the road was a red hat with a set of dick and balls on it that said <laughs> dickhead across the off of it, sitting in the middle of the roads on the double yellow line. Let's just put it this way. I passed it going about 50. I stopped my truck. Like, I'm talking in the middle of the road, slams her in the reverse and backs up and jumps out. And I'm like, look at it. I'm like, it's the greatest thing I've ever found in the whole entire world. I toss in the <laughs> truck and I'm off. And there I went. But yeah. No, I need to find I will find it and wear it on a podcast. Like, no joke. I just need to find it somewhere between my house and my parents' house. I need to go find it. But yeah, it's, it's the decade hat. Oh, yeah. That's good. You just got to wear that while fishing all the time. And oh, perfect. yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. It's a kayak tournament with my with my lucky hat on yeah. <laughs> it's got to send it oh just act like, and you act like there's nothing no big deal right like it's just like right. oh yeah this is just my normal hat and, you know people are looking at you like what is this it's just my normal hat it's my fish it's my lucky fishing hat what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. and i grabbed this morning that's right yeah, it's one, yeah. I think it's is it like the deal. apron that you lift up and the big old pecker whacker falls out no no it's just there right on the front like nice right it there yeah. there's no it's, concealment no, like, no. It's, it's, like out, white, out it's got like white pubes on it, too. Yeah. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> hey, guys. This is the first ever action hat 
And, you know, when they sit on your face, you're getting a double there. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, he the one brought up the hat talk. Now, <laughs> because if you think about it, right, if you're wearing it and, you know, you got your little, I mean. Yeah. I'm done. Oh, are you trying to be a unicorn right now? Well, it sounds like Rudd's the unicorn. <laughs> hey, I'm a unicorn in a lot of ways. All right, hey, I've had some people look at me like people walk by me all the time. I don't know if it's the beard or what it is, but they look like at me like I got a dick growing out of my head. It's the strangest <laughs> thing. Maybe the look on my face too, because Bethany all the time tells me she's like, "Honey, you look like you're going to go axe murder like ten people. Get that look off your face." I'm just yeah, like, oh, you got RBF. Yeah, it's it's RBF, baby. Yeah. Yeah, baby when it's, when you have RBF and you've got a beard. Yeah, oh. yeah man. you look Backward. dangerous. Like you look, you're like, stay back from that guy. Yeah, like, yeah. That, get away from him. Yeah, yeah. That dude right there will kill us all. Like you just need to stay away from that. Bailey's experienced it. Like I'm just like, I'll sit there and be thinking about something. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, he was like this the world. Yeah, no. it's just like, man, who made him mad? And why'd they make him mad? Why? Why did they have to make him mad? <laughs> yeah. That's the guys you see in the documentary, right there. That one. You see that kid? Let's <laughs> go. That guy's last name is Dahmer, and I know it. <laughs> well, boys, uh, before we get on Brennan here, our last guest for tonight to join the join the conversation, uh, Andrew Hayes from Tackle Talk actually has a really cool question. And figuring that we're all podcasters here. Uh, he has a cool question in that who was your most surprisingly cool guest? Someone that turned out into be something pretty unique. Like you knew it was going to be a good show, but someone that was mm. pretty unique. I'll, I'll start this off. Cause I've had a chance to obviously look at the question here for a little bit. Uh, Andy, and I think you might agree. We knew we, we've heard really good things about the guy before we had him on. And since then we, we joke and say that he's actually the host of the show. But I'll say that Mr. Keith Tuma is probably one of our absolute favorite guests because he literally just takes over the show and talks for us, <laughs> and everybody loves him. So I'll say Keith Tuma. But it's always Andy, Tuma you... time. Yeah, it's Tuma time. 100%. Tuma for sure. Yeah, I love Tuma. That guy is comical. And like behind scenes, he's even funnier. So one of the best humans. I hope he makes the Elite Series because I think his stage presence will be just unreal, incredible. Uh, unless Bass quells it and. You know, locks it in a locker and doesn't allow it. That's, that's a good They've allowed it much worse. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Deacon, what about you? Man, dude, that's that's right there. Hayes brought up that topic, and that's when I said Calcedine, just because yeah. it was someone I didn't expect to be as chill and relaxed as he was. Like, I'm not saying he's not a bad guy, but just every experience I've had with him, he's a straight face. Like, here I am at the boat. Like, ran. Just, RBF. He's just ready to go. He's like, I'm taking your money and you have to deal with it. Yeah, it's true, man. It's like, how much do you want to bet this year at Table Rock of the Trader Series Championship? He's going to be in the top five. Guarantee it. Like, <laughs> it's just who he is. Yeah. Paul, what about you? Man, I'm going to, it was Bailey and then Rudd came on, but, you know, they both got kiboshed. No, by... it's me. <laughs> no, sorry. I know. <laughs> you shaved your beard. I can't. I've have never you. been invited again. You. Oh, your, starting, your beard. Eating it. Your beard is about as short as Bailey's, and it took him like eight months to grow that. Yeah, so, but at least mine's like pretty much fully in. You know, like this looks good. No, yeah. the the real reason why I shaved it was the fact that it was starting to get really gray, and I was like, <laughs> I can't deal with this, so I like shaved it off. <laughs> Like, I refuse to be I, old. I'm getting to the point with my hair too. Like I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, I got a lot of gray hairs in here. I'm gonna have to cut my hair soon. Yeah, a little bit of that uh little, you're starting to run away too up top. 
No, it's been oh, like that since I was in high school, like that runaway. And <laughs> my hair is thick as ever. I use good conditioner. I, I'm going <laughs> to say, <laughs> you get, so you use your wife's stuff. Exactly. The yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say, bougie. I'm going to say Greg Blanchard, and I hate to have to say that one because Alex was, you know, out protecting our coastlines in one of his uh, trips, but ended up being a three-hour and, like, ten-minute episode. Dang. And I think Greg told every story that he's ever told, you know, on YouTube and some that he didn't. And it was just interesting, and, you know, it was, it, it wasn't the same Greg Blanchard that you see on his videos, but it ended up being a three-hour episode, and I, I had no intentions of it going that long, but you know, welcome to Bass and Brews. Yeah, welcome to podcasting. Shit just runs along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex, what about you, dude? Wait, we do we do episodes under two hours? Is that, is that <laughs> the thing? Um, I'll probably have to say John the biologist because he was the first biologist that I ever had on, and like I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Like I, I expected it to be like really dry and just like boring. And then it just like sent me down the rabbit hole that I've been on for the past two years, which is having biologists on and talking about science. And so it was really unexpected. You know what I mean? Just it, it was it's really cool just kind of to get to know all those guys now. But, yeah, John was probably the first one that I was like, oh, wow, like that's not what I expected that to be. And it was it was great. So that one's definitely mine. Heck, yeah. Well, before we bring Brennan on, I will say. Again, to remind people, we have a bunch of stuff giveaway-wise. And uh, we'll do Rudd. I'm going to put you in charge uh, of the X2 Power Swag Pack. So your favorite comment or question, like topic that comes up from the comment section, you're in charge of picking the X2 winner. You got it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to have to be, be bad. <laughs> it's going to be something to get my attention. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Start it up, folks. Start it up. But without further ado, let's bring our last guest on for tonight. You guys know him from the fantasy fishing shows, Mr. Brennan Chapman. What's going on, dude? What up? Just uh, getting some tackle ready for a tournament that I decided to jump in at noon today. So, oh, nice. did you <laughs> practice you before those. you jumped in? You're gonna go win. I'll bet on it. If We're there's like try, there's right. odds right now, that's those are the ones you win right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I will get uh, I'll get like six hours of practice in. So. I won't win. Yeah. I won't win. <laughs> don't yeah. go. Just yeah. don't go practice. Turns out. I just won't. Right. Don't practice. Go go to McDonald's and get a, a, a burger and just hang out and just show up and show up and go and go. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely, bud. Yeah. Just yeah. fish hey, it. Boat ramp the whole day. Boy. Hey, Thank thanks. you, man. Is that a trocar mug? Dude. So I, I picked this out for Andy. I'm not even kidding. Um, <laughs> I was just I was like, he had to have done that for me. Yeah, I figured it would be a great talking point if we wanted to, but, but uh, no. Oh, oh, man. It's it's Andy's favorite hooks. Dude, they're great. Yeah. So, All right. <laughs> All so I, I do have one crazy trocar story, and, it's, and I feel bad for the bass. The first time I ever used trocar, I was using the EWGs. And I was using a flipping, I was flipping a Yum Vibra King tube. And I have people that can attest to this story. The person I was fishing with in the tournament as a co-angler, I was a co-angler. I set the hook into a fish in a tree and that bass, it was almost a four pounder, came up sideways because I brained it so bad on the hook set that I killed the fish instantly. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I literally hit the fish and it just came up. I'm like, yeah. what happened here? Yeah. 
I couldn't get the hook out of its like the roof of its mouth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was been so hard. Hell yeah. Did you take it home and eat it? <laughs> I gave it to the people at the dock after the derby. <laughs> Dude, I've, killed, I've killed a couple flipping like that. Like that's 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 a sign that you're setting the hook just right. Slap try to kill every single one of them. That's what I want. Like that's it right there. Yep. Yeah, it was good. And that troll car hook did not survive because it literally stayed in the fish because I couldn't get it out. So yeah. And then you left it in there after you did that to that fish too. Yeah, because wow. I couldn't get That's it out. Icing on the cake, dude. <laughs> so, so you try to weigh your fish with a hook in it, Andy? Were you, were you trying to cheat? No. Like, <laughs> I show. I'm like, I can't get it out. Like, it was so hard in there. I and it, it just so it. happened that Andy was punching that day, and he had a three ounce tungsten on. Yeah, so yeah couldn't get that off either. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah, he just slipped down his throat on accident. It was no big deal. Won that tournament too. It's weird. No, actually, I think I came in like crazy. I think I caught. Two fish to that tournament and came in like second to last. So. He, he cut the he cut the braid above the bobber stop. He just didn't figure that weight would fall. You know, just that yeah. I was using fluorocarbon, but I, I do we have hooks in fish. <laughs> fish. Listen, if I had a dollar for every time I heard we got weights in fish, I'd be rich right now. Like yeah. I'd be loaded. Like it'd just yeah. be over. No, listen, the trocar hooks literally are the only hooks, though. This is going to be a very weird how, way I'm about to describe what I'm about to say, but you're just going to have to go, go with me here, all right? It's the only hook that I've ever pulled out of a fish that makes like that. Oh, here we go. All right. Okay. Hey. Monologue. <laughs> no, it's not monologue. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Don't give me a chance. Um, <laughs> It's the only hook that I pulled out of a fish that makes like that. It's like a sucking sound. It's like when you like pull a, a tooth out of somebody. So I, I put some trocar frog hooks in a you Jeffrey you Dahmer. You are Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I am Jeffrey Dahmer. What the hell, man? No, that's my that I, I honest to God, that's gonna be my comment because I don't think anybody's gonna pick or beat that one. So thanks for putting that one up there. Yes, the trocar emblem does look like just like a uterus. It looks like the medical diagram of a uterus, but blue. Okay, it is. Anyway, back to my story. So I put some, <laughs> I put a trocar frog hook in some frogs one time, and when you would pull that hook out, it's like a, it's like a sound. You know what I mean? It's like meat. It brings meat. Cuts them bad too. I don't know. Anyway, this is something I've noticed. Maybe it's just me. You know, I'll shut up now. If you kill a fish on the hook set, you ain't got to worry about losing it, getting it to the boat. <laughs> Perfect kayak fish. Yeah. Don't trocar off the board. was a good choice. Yeah, that was a good was. choice. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's a reason they use trocar tips on, on muzzy broadheads. I mean, they're made for killing. It's made for blood and destruction. <laughs> <laughs> like, blood, guts, and glory. Not tournament <laughs> friendly. Not tournament friendly. Oh. <laughs> You're catching oh, the keep use trocar, I guess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, I've got my second favorite comment. Never mind. It's going to be two conju- con- conjoined comments that make up the comment that gets the next two swag packs. <laughs> Give it up. Yeah, this if this guy keeps it up, he gets it all. He he's taking <laughs> he's taking home the whole the, all the dice. So like this is it. Oh, uh, we got a few really good ones in here, and we'll, we'll so we'll add on to that too. And saying that, uh, Brendan, keep an eye out for your favorite comment or uh, topic that's brought up in the comment section for the Do It Molds swag pack. All right, I'll watch very closely, <laughs> like a hawk. Pay attention. <laughs> Nothing will get past me. <laughs> Nothing's getting past. Only trocar oh. hooks. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brought to you by Trocar. <laughs> Brought to you by 
we do not endorse this. <laughs> it'll actually never be brought to you by Trocar now. No, never. It, it'll. Never I think that passed. Like that, that, that ship fishing. sailed. I don't know. The two years ago when Andy was his made his first comment on Trocar. Dude, I remember <laughs> that. It was like the I didn't know. Pain. I didn't know that, dude. So okay, this was (laughs) yes. So we're like, we think we think Scott Martin will be in the top ten. Andy's like, not if he's using Trocar. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, we're like sitting here, like we're like, man, we're just kind of this podcasting. Let's just try not to get canceled. Andy's like, yo, this friend stuck. (laughs) Well, hey, you're at number four hundred, baby. So that's right. Start from the bottom now. Here, that's right. Uh, there could Without be worse things. You know, we, here's the deal. We preach positivity around here, not negativity. Yeah, right? That's right. <laughs> really needs to get in on this shit, though, because this is perfect advertising. Like, these guys, I mean, I can imagine the ad right now. Hey, this is Trocar. Serious Angler Podcast hates our guts, but we think we, you guys might like our hooks. So, my Trocar. <laughs> and Alex Rudd says they're good murdering tools as well, you know. <laughs> Captain Andrew says you can kill all your fish with Trocar hooks. Yeah. <laughs> Blood, Guts, and Glory, Serious Singles Podcast, brought to you by Trocar Hooks. Make the fish yeah. bleeding process faster. Use Trocar. <laughs> Make oh, bass gosh, fishing violent so again. Trocar Hooks. What are, when my Make truck it. tires get slashed with the classic or iCast, I know exactly who's going to do it. Okay, hey, I got it right here. Uh, Br- other Brennan, Brown Bait Company, uh, we got to do this. Let's play a game. Everyone's least favorite product. It's episode 400. Let's send it. Go. Mm. Oh shit! Where is that oh, question? Yeah. Who else? Right, Brandon, you first. By? Let's find out. Yeah, who who else is never going to talk to us again? Right. Yeah. <laughs> walk into a booth at iCast and just get a good firm nose punch. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be a couple booths to stay away from at iCast next year, boys. Yeah. Know that now. I'll go first. Anything live target. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Wait, play that one safe. Yeah, that's an easy target. one, dude. That's not the- even the live target frog. Okay, they do got one. The like the 65 frog is and 50 size. Yeah, dude, their frogs are good. They're, they're like the right uh, least favorite barometer. Like, yeah, they're, they're not super hard. They're good frogs. Okay, I'll say so. live target crankbaits then. Okay, hmm. accepted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you cannot like those. It's okay, yes. <laughs> I, can, I, can I go something overrated? Sure. Is that the same thing as what we're doing? Well, we're talking about, pro- I mean, okay. original, I think original wiggle warts are overrated. Wiggle warts are overrated. Alex might kill you right now. Yeah, he might. <laughs> yeah. I can see it in his eyes. Look at him. He's like, I'm going to kill his him. His coming out. I'm going to mail him some trocars. <laughs> He's going to rip your teeth out. Oh. He's going to rip your teeth out, Jacob. Yeah, get ready for the sucking noises he was making. Yeah, to pound you into the ground like a cartoon. You're just gonna wake up tonight and back here gonna thank Wiggle Warts are overrated. Come here, bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Wiggle Warts are good. Okay, Wiggle Warts solid. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like with today's crankbaits, I'm talking original Wiggle Warts to like a Spro Rock Crawler. Yeah, no, yeah, one hundred percent. I can like, launch a rock crawler, man. Yeah, and, uh, and Wiggle Warts just it's so lightweight and it's great, yeah. but it's just comparison to me yeah. i get so much more out of fishing a newer version yeah than, like well, it's me. like awesome crankbaits they just make me nervous mm-hmm. at this point because i don't have a lot of the good ones left right. and so it's like i would almost rather go fish something injection molded than a real boss a handmade one because it just scares me to death to fish it break so it. i get what you're saying yeah yeah everything you guys just said was nails on a chalkboard to me personally but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay we can have opinions right <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe space. 
This yeah, is this a is safe space. It's fine. No, it's not. Not with me here. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You're going to rip everybody's teeth out. Yeah. Like, great to talk. Just to hear the sucking sound. No, that's actually yeah. my least favorite sound. Like that, that sucks. Oh, oh, don't even get me started on that. That, <laughs> those, that and those wispy damn spiders that live in the trees around the lakes. You know the ones I'm talking about? They're real long and like, yeah. Uh, hate them things. Banana spiders? No, no, they're, I don't know, they're wispy looking. It's the only way I can describe them. I don't like them. I they're horrible. Means. It's like, you know, they're like small, like their legs are really small. It looks like a granddaddy long legs, but it's a spider. Like their bodies are long and slender. And then their legs are like little needles. And it's just like, I hate them. When they get on, they can't hurt you. But like, I freak out and smack them off of me and almost fall on my cack and scream like a little girl. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Neither <laughs> here nor there. Paul, what do you think? I, you know, I'm going to go the Kitech paddle. Kitech uh, paddle. Man, I'm kidding with that. But words. Okay, words. Remix. Look, I will take the paddle tail Lago Shad over Kitech any day. Any day. The Kitechs, I just, I can't, I can't go with them. One fish and it. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him out of here. It's like fishing a Cinco. It's yeah. like fishing a, a, a stick bait. You lose it every time you catch a fish. Yeah, but the ones that you lose after one fish are the ones that catch the most fish. I'm sorry to say it, Paul. I catch I catch more on, on the Lago Shad all day. Which every one day. do you throw more? The Lago Shad. Exactly that makes, my but point. that's not the one I threw more before. <laughs> I threw Kitex forever listening to y'all. And then I put them wow. on the Okashira head with the Lago Shad, and I love it. I catch the hell out of them. Matter of fact, I caught a... I caught my winning fish on the tournament I had a couple weeks ago on that Lago Shad. Here we go. Here's the perfect. Stay <laughs> off the weed. <laughs> I don't have to smoke weed be this dumb. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Y'all said this was a safe spot, and I got kicked out. I'm pissed now. I'm taking my shirt off. Hey, you're safe, bud. You're safe. I don't agree with you, but you're safe. Paul, you're going to have some people coming after you for that one. Hey, bring them on. I will, I, will, I will respond back to them with love, love and hugs. I don't, I don't even want yeah. to know the total amount of money I've spent on Kitex swim baits because it would be it's disgusting. It's, it would be like, you, that's a down payment on a house. Like, I mean, I don't know what it is, but it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. there. You want to know something kind of I'm I'm with I'm not with Paul in saying that the baits are bad. I've probably bought 20 packs of Kitex my whole life. Like I just don't fish them at all. Like at all. Like a it's not something we fish. I don't know. Hey, Alex, when you're up here in New York, that's all we're throwing that. So that's fine. You're paying There's a bunch of different ones, but yeah. I will veto that and say I throw the rage swimmer a lot. No I, I like that bait. I'm not, I have no yeah, problem. Yeah, I have a mix of like I have cast prodigies, Kitex, Rage Swimmers, and Spark Sheds, but it's all based on water temp and how the fish are reacting in the water column. Hmm. So because they all swim differently based on water temp, and they some will swim higher in the water column, some swim better crawled. So yeah. I throw any of them on on, on a Boom, my man is still coming with the with the, the comments. Oh, yeah. It's a Largo shit. I don't even know what that one is. Storm. <laughs> storm? Yeah. That's storm. Uh, yeah. No. I still don't know what it is. I don't know. I just caught a Largo shit. I can go grab one if I need to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, Andy, I'm, what do you think? Ooh. Mr. Lure Lab, be careful. So I, I have... <laughs> I, anything anything you can make in a do-it mold is terrible. That's what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> they do. 
I have two, and they're both equal. Like, I've never caught a fish on a Livingston bait, and I've owned them. And two I is... I haven't either. That's so true. <laughs> but some of the actions on them are, like, good, but I don't know why I've never caught a fish on them, and I've actually tried. And two is the um, Terminator chatterbait plastic bill weird thing. I've never... I've tried it, and I don't even know how to get action out of it. Hmm. So, those yeah. are my... Those are my two. Alexa, Brennan. Um, all right. So I, I agree with the Livingston part. Um, that that would be a choice of mine. But I would say just like a broad stroke. Um, anything marketed forward-facing sonar at this point, I, I'm I'm not on board. I don't care what it is. Like unless it's something that actually enhances it. Like if you just incorporate it into your marketing and you call that a forward-facing sonar bait just with words, then I'm out. So, and I heard right. the comment earlier. This wasn't going to be a forward-facing sonar show, and I'm not trying to make it one, but that would be my. Let's do it. I think they should ban it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Ba- Bailey nope. about all all of his articles, every single thing he's he's writing right now, Brandon. He's going to change that. And see if he gets fired as quick as possible by not saying it's going to be forward facing related. Like none of this stuff matters. None of these baits are for forward facing. It's just regular bait. Hey, we need you to write this Tell article truth, about baby. forward facing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Won't do it. <laughs> yeah. Alex, bait. did you go? Uh, no. I think you're the last one. Livingston. Everything Livingston makes is trash on a cracker. Mm. It is hot, white, dumpster fire trash. And let me tell you why I say that. I had a I had a Livingston glide bait. I hooked a teener on Chickamauga on it, and the the hook hanger pulled out of the bottom of the damn thing. Mm. Ever since then, screw that company. Screw everything they make. The sound technology's stupid. They're stupid. Their hooks are stupid. Their hook hangers are stupid. They're a trash company. And, and you want to know? You want to? You want me to? You want me to put the nail in the coffin on that even more? Old yeah. uh, who's who's the guy that won the classic throwing a Livingston Lure? What's his name? Randy Howell. Yeah, Randy Howell. Randy Howell didn't win the damn classic throwing a Livingston <laughs> Howler. He he won it throwing a DT. I saw the damn thing when he was throwing it. It was a DT ten. That's what he was throwing. And don't really? let him lie to you. All right, that's that's my soapbox for tonight. There you go. Well, we're never having Randy on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to reach out next week and see see if he wants to come on mine. There you Are go. You just watching opportunities, just like exit yeah. the room. <laughs> like, we might want to stop this show. <laughs> Randy, please come on the show. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, nice. Finally, Paul's leaving. He's going to go order a shitload of Kytex. <laughs> yeah. Livingston. Yeah. I'm going to warehouse right yeah. now. Oh, good Lord. Uh, so, Brandon, I got a question for you, actually, because one of the things uh, we have a, a topic I want to bring up after this that's mm-hmm. kind of made me think of it. But what's some of the worst stories you've heard or seen when people are pouring either jig heads or soft plastics like pouring gone wrong? Um, honestly, I can't like I can't think of anything. Besides like Drake's but, hand that I saw. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, uh, honestly, the only thing I've ever like heard of is people burning themselves and that's the only thing i've got to see firsthand is mm. drake my co-worker sport uh spilling hot plastic all in his hands oh Which, uh, drake if you're listening that was pretty funny that was um, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah but no you, you gotta wear gloves you gotta be safe but uh it was yeah. pretty funny that see was- the lead scares the crap out of me 
The what? That lead is hot. The lead. Yeah. Lead. Yeah, lead's hot too. I mean, you, you yeah. should. Yeah. yeah. Anything, I always all the safety stuff, but it still just like scares the shit out of me because I thought I always think like, well, if if just something crazy were to go wrong, like and this hits my skin at any, it's going, it's burning through it. Like it's not just like a kind of a burn; it's like going through it. Like it's it's molten, it's molten metal. Like that's that's hot, hot. Sure. Yeah. No, it's definitely hot. <laughs> Brennan's like, yeah, that's kind of what it's <laughs> yeah. You, you need to wear gloves. The whole point. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> the whole point. How hot well, is it? How hot is lead when it's molten? Uh, I think lead. I'm trying to remember what lead's melting point is. It's it's actually one of the lower melting points of all the metals, like one of the lowest. Um, it's still hot. <laughs> um, can we? 621 degrees. Bailey, can we bring up the fact that there was somebody on Instagram today that was heating up tunk? tungsten weights to red hot and then dipping them in water like can we talk about how unsafe that is for like five uh, seconds yeah oh, tungsten oh, is like 1500 it's like double double lead. yeah tungsten is like not anything you're gonna do at home unless you have very specialized equipment and that's yeah. why most people use tungsten powder and epoxy to make tungsten yeah yeah and it's like carcinogenic isn't it isn't it like one of the most carcinogenic materials on planet earth like the dust is yeah, um, uh, tungsten's I, I melting really point really is six thousand one hundred and ninety-one mm. degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's like super, super. Like that's why the so ten times port, what right? lead is. They can melt that on the sidewalks in Texas right now. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, New York too. These these boys have been telling me about how hot it's been up there. It was, it was ninety today. Yeah. Oh, ninety. Anybody that wants to start a tungsten company, get to Texas right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's like those videos you see in Arizona of people's cars, tires melting on the street. Like, that's wild to me. You shouldn't live there. If that happens, yeah. you shouldn't live there. It's, time but it, it's crazy. Like, I've been to Arizona in the middle of summer when it's like 118 degrees right at the start of monsoon season. I think I would take Arizona's 120 degree Fahrenheit dry heat over 85 degrees or 90 degrees in Florida with the humidity. It didn't I, seem I, nearly I as hot. That. I feel that. The dry heat's way better. I fought fire in both locations, and uh, I will agree with that, too, because you can at least get in the shade in Arizona, and it's like 20 degrees colder in Florida. And it's, every house has a pool. It's fucking hot. It's and just it, hot. They, and they have gazebos with, like, mist machines, so you can just hide and cool off all the time. At least my aunt did when I was there. It was awesome. We sat yep. in a gazebo with a mister. I'm gonna give you. Time. I'm gonna give you the dad statement. It ain't the heat that gets you. It's the humidity. There you go. That <laughs> yeah. settles this whole debate yeah. right now. <laughs> it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's a different day. So one of the topics I had, to, we'll go around the horn here. Of what is the most scared you have ever been while out on the water? Hmm. Andy, I'm actually curious. Curious to start with you being on the great lakes every single day yeah it's just yeah. about any time that a thunderstorm <laughs> is coming up the lake um this year i've had three instances where we've been about this close from like catastrophic it seemed like so one was a guide trip and i ran in avoided the first thunderstorm and fishing around inside the harbors and the sun came out i'm like you know what we should probably run back out and go back to where i was and i peep around the north cap wall down the lake and it's just black i was like all right hold on i pulled over looked and it's like severe thunderstorm warnings going on i was like we're going in got the boat on the trailer got in the restaurant lunch with my clients and we're fine second bad time 
this year was on a Wednesday night derby. Me and my partner probably waited like 10, 15 minutes too long. And as we're running in, 70 mile an hour winds hit. And we're still like two miles offshore on the lake. And a lightning bolt literally jumped over the walls as we were going underneath it. I thought we were going to die. And then the third time this year was on another guide trip. I had to run north into an incoming thunderstorm and get my boat on the trailer in about two minutes. I had like 10 minutes to spare. I made an eight mile run in seven minutes, got the boat on the trailer. And when I got it in the parking lot, basically a tree snapped in half from the wind in the parking lot. So that was fun too. Yeah. It's been, it's been an interesting year. (laughs) Yeah. So Gary here knows about that thunderstorm that came in. He was in his 14 foot tin can. He was on the dock weighing in when the lightning bolt like hopped across the wall and everything was dead. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. They should have never sent the tournament in like no fault to anybody, but they're like, if you see lightning tournaments over, come in. But apparently the tournament ended like 40 minutes beforehand and nobody knew. And we were like half the field was still out fishing in the lake. Because somebody saw lightning and decided to weigh in, so the term was over. Ah, a bunch of cheaters. Fishing. Yeah, cheaters. <laughs> wow. but, that was the same. Yeah. He was flipping that three ounce tungsten wake, and he, yeah, so it's a wash, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or um, some of the windstorms and thunderstorms I've encountered while on Erie are just insane, like flat calm to seven eight footers back to flat calm like if and some people will ride them out and like you're nuts like i'm getting in and hiding no so yeah. deacon what about you dude man most scared i've been i've already told this one on here i don't want to lie it was a spooky one on uh oh halloween one time but uh uh, I heard a gunshot while out on the water and it was during a tournament and we went and investigated uh because we heard some screaming and a guy had uh, attempted to commit suicide on the side of the lake. It was oh during my God. and so uh we went up and called nine one one and and had everything taken care of uh the best we could and he got life lighted right off the point. It was like early morning, six AM. Slate like dude just started started smoking him like we had two good ones in the boat we we're throwing top water first thing in the morning and just like i think that was a gun no that was that sounded like a gun i'm not i'm not 100 sure then you heard like a guy yell kind of yelled back and it was just it was wild we ended up finishing the rest of the tournament we ended up cashing a check it was great but it was uh <laughs> something uh something <laughs> <What? that's-> <laughs> <laughs> That's how we. That's how we end it right there. Yeah, I thought there, there was like a, like, a heart, uh, like meaningful, like yeah. something uplifting. It's like, yeah, we cashed the check. Everything was cool. I mean, the only thing that made that better is like, dude tried to suck start a nine millimeter, but God, we were hammering him, so we just didn't get. He's <laughs> like, that guy'll be all right. No, we, you wouldn't believe we were fishing this point. And we watched a guy. No, like <laughs> we okay, just kept was, going. It took, it took, you know, he got that, life. That died point died. was to die for. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, okay. That was mean. No, that <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nobody. <laughs> oh, god. Oh, no, but that's this nice. is how I feel like I've dealt with like because that's what we talked about is like both my turn partner and I were like, man, this is wild. Like we both were like we were fairly calm through the whole situation. Like called 911. There was another boat that saw it too happen, and he ran up there. And we ran up and like 
the whole thing happened, but it was totally just after that. It was kind of like, just like that, like kind of a joke. Like it was just how we, I don't know if that's how we dealt with the, the trauma of that, but it was very like, we went right back to fishing and we, it is. That's how you deal with it. Like you, you, coming from a dude who worked in a profession where you see a lot of people die for a little yeah. while, like I did that. And it's like, you just get to the point where you got to joke about it. Cause if you don't, it'll drive you nuts. Like right. you got to, I mean, you got to pull a Brennan, you know, and you just got to joke about it. That was great. Adam, no joke. Do you ever thought like maybe that dude just like looked out his window one morning and saw you just beating the shit out of his fish and was like, dude, this is it. I'm done. Was That's my my stuff's exposed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that dude is smoking them and I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah. Just something to think about. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Aaron Nate. Just think about that one. Be more considerate next time you're fishing point. Yeah. Think about that next time you go beat the hell out of fish, you know? What if somebody's watching? What if they're their fish? <laughs> yeah. Go. Alex, what about you, man? Uh, I was uh, about 10 years old, and I was fishing in a tournament with my dad on Douglas Lake, and it was one of those days where it was like a 20% chance of thunderstorms, and we run as far away from the ramp as we can get. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> real fast. Did you see this? Did you see this comment? Hey, time out. Has somebody hooked Drunkwood up with apparel yet? Anything? No, nothing. All right, he's my choice. This dude's been oh. Yeah, yeah I give him apparel. He yeah. won't wear it. He'll oh, he, if it says do it, he'll wear it. If it says do it, he'll wear it. Or not, he just needs it's a prize. Do it he long, he will wear it. Yeah. <laughs> do you he have be rewarded? So, do you have yeah. either dresses or banana hammocks? Because that's his attire. That, that's his style. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, we got a <laughs> yeah. we got a ton of do it branded yeah. banana hammocks, so that's perfect. Oh yeah. And I don't have one of those. You got extra small, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got one just for you, bud. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. I'm small. Send me one, and I will wear it in a. I will wear it fishing every day. Yeah. Uh. When I did porn, I was a small talent um, category. Anyway, <laughs> I was 19 years old, and uh, we ran as far away from the boat ramp as we could get. And uh, it was one of those days when it was only like a 20 percent chance of thunderstorms, and we get to the back of this creek. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I I love it. It. Um, <laughs> we get to the back of this creek, and uh, at the back of this creek, there's a bridge that divides like the actual creek from the, the rest of the main lake. We go in behind this bridge, we're fishing, we come back out around the bridge, and the sky is literally like I don't know if y'all have ever seen like a tornado, but you know how the sky will turn like that weirdish brown green color? Yeah, yeah it was that crap. Eerie. Yeah, it was that crap. And it Did was like cows. Say what? Y'all have cows. Have cows? Oh yeah, yeah. We, we got debris. cows. We had debris cows. So we we go around this point and like literally, I'll never forget this. It's like painted in my memory. My dad goes, "Sit down and put your life jacket on." And I'm like, "Okay." So I sit down and put my life jacket on. Before we can get not even a third of the way out of this creek, I'm talking six foot rollers. Wind is blowing 60, 70 miles an hour. Sky to ground lightning, raining so hard you can't even see the front of the boat. So my dad, just knowing the lake, cuts a hard left and just starts driving towards where he knows the bank is at. And like disregard to the boat, everything just runs it up on the bank and is like, we've got to get out of the water because there was like knee deep water standing in the bottom of the boat. So he runs her up on the bank and then ties her off to a tree and he knew there was a house up on the hill. So we go up on the hill and literally like he's knocking on the door to this trailer 
because he had talked to the people or knew the people before they weren't there. So we like get up under their trailer just to sit there like, you know, on their porch for refuge. And dude, I'm talking wind is like blowing so hard. I can't even describe it to you. And so it finally blows through. And this is like before cell phones too. So like, you know, this is like my dad has a cell phone, but it sucked. Like, you know, so my mom, you know, was like next tell. Yeah. I mean, like she couldn't get a hold of us and everything like that. Well, we pull out of the pocket to start heading back to the boat ramp because at this point we're just like, man, this is, we're done. Like, you know, this is dangerous. We're done. We pull out and there's this giant cabin on the hill and it is literally burning to the ground. The whole family's just standing outside watching it burn to the ground. It got struck by lightning. Well, we get back to the boat ramp. My mom's there. You know, she's like freaking out everything. A tornado had touched down. So this was Douglas Lake. A tornado had touched down in Sevierville. And that was the winds that we were getting off of the tornado that was in Sevierville that like, and it like hopped over the lake and then hit another part of the lake, like right over from where we were from. And that is the scary. I, I literally would not go back to Douglas Lake for years after that. Cause I was like, just convinced the lake was out to get me. And like that every time I went there that, you know, I was like 10. So I was like my, in my brain, I was like, every time we go there, damn things are going to try to eat us. I was like, we're not doing that again. And so, yeah. Yeah, that was the, that's the scariest I've ever been on the water. I'd have been more scared when somebody told me we're going to the house on the hill. That was a horror movie back in the early 2000s based on a true story. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Some serial killer running around doing, you know, serial killer stuff. Mm. House on the hill. I'm not going there. I'm taking my chances in the boat. You should write movies. You're preaching to the choir about murder talking to Alex, dude. Go watch that movie, Alex. It's a good one. <laughs> I'll, probably like, I'll probably get done and be like, that is a masterpiece. The way that Dude, he it, those people is beautiful. It'd be <laughs> Actually, a, a terrible movie. <laughs> Listen, I've texted Bailey some things that I'm pretty sure he was like, huh, probably need to call somebody. Like, that, that's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Alex is officiating my wedding. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Pretty good at it, too. If anybody needs my services, give me a call. <laughs> all, all I ask for is a good reception dinner. That's all I ask for. Are you putting I a time married, limit? Dude, I'm calling you. Okay. Let's, I'm telling you, bro. I'm down. <laughs> I'm all 50 states till the day I die, son. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. My wife would love hearing that. <laughs> Brandon, what about you, dude? Um. All right. So, I got... I got some Great Lakes wind stories, and I, I have story. I mean, some of the stuff's already been touched on, so I'll, I'll tell a new one. And it's not something that I was necessarily super scared for myself as more scared for another person. And that was a tournament that I had last year. It was like 95 boats, dude. I drew boat number six and boat number four, or boat number five um, at takeoff, had a major accident right in front of me. Oh. And... Um, we were going around the no wake buoy to where we could get up on plane. And he had like a, a smaller boat in front of him, um, like a, like a walleye boat that I don't think was in our tournament was what was like in line during our takeoff. Um, so we come around and he tries to get on plane early to get around this walleye boat and the walleye boats getting on plane simultaneously. It's like a Ranger 620 throwing like giant waves. Right. And, uh, I don't know. He, he jumped the no wake zone early enough that um, I feel like he was probably doing 45, 50 trimmed way up cornering hard at the same time. And uh, where he decided to do that, there was actually a, this is on the Mississippi river, you know, massive uh, barge system, right? A lot of commerce on the Mississippi river through barges. 
Um, so when he lost control, his boat went directly into a barge and, uh, he got ejected and his partner remained in the boat. Um, and I was directly behind him. And by the time I saw it out of the corner of my eye, I was probably already a hundred yards past him. So I wasn't even the first one to get to him. Um, they were both okay. They actually fished the tournament out of their boat. They had a brand new Falcon shout out Falcon. I guess you guys make a good boat because it can hit barges and you can still fish the rest of the day, but uh, (laughs) the entire side of their boat dude was caved in. Um, I can't even believe that they were able to fish and that it didn't leak, but they went and changed their clothes and finished the (laughs) tournament, but it was horrendous. Like could have easily been killed. So PSA don't jump, no wake zones. And when you're uh, blasting off for a tournament, take it easy and don't be in a hurry to trim up, especially when you're cornering. You're not in that big of a hurry. No fish are worth dying for. So, PSA. And always wear your kill switch. Yes. Mm -hmm. And wear your kill switch. And and he did. He did. So, good for him. Uh, That could have been a lot worse. So, like I said, it was like a 95-boat tournament. We were boat number five and six. So, there was a ton of traffic coming right behind us when this (laughs) happened. So, if he didn't have his kill switch, like, imagine what that could have been. Good grief. That's the greatest comment ever. (laughs) I can hear Bethany laughing from the other room. (laughs) God God almighty. If you don't start an OnlyFans, Bailey has an incredibly high ass. All right, listen. (laughs) I am am confident enough in my masculinity to be able to say that I I have noticed that Bailey has an incredibly high ass. It means he's athletic. That's all it is. I mean, I he's an athlete at some point in his life. But dude, your your thighs, your thighs could. I, I'm afraid of Bailey in the sense that if he kicked me, it's probably like being kicked by an ostrich. It it is cave your chest in. I mean, dude, we were on Chickamauga, and I'm like, he's like, he's like. He's like, all right, we can get on the water. And here he goes in that damn cock. And he's like, he's like five miles ahead of the rest of us. And we're like, how the hell is he doing this? I'm like, I know the guy, his damn legs. He's got legs like Kim Kardashian. He's got a high athletic ass and he's just letting it rip. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like those damn Halloween spiders that you feel full of leaves. That's exactly what it looks like. He's got a six, five legs and a three foot torso. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, this is great, Bailey. This needs to be the clip of this show. That hey, Bailey needs to start doing tic tacs of him squeezing watermelons and pineapple between his thighs. <laughs> tic tacs? <laughs> Did you mean to say oh, tic tacs? Bailey, I call them ticky tacs. I want you to. St- I want you to make a TikTok where you take a cantaloupe and you look directly. <laughs> <laughs> you look directly in the camera and you say. This could be your head. And then just pop that bad boy. If you don't, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> oh, my. Gotta strengthen oh, your legs so you can paddle, pedal faster. <laughs> oh, man. He can make it like an entire kayak routine workout video in the offseason. <laughs> that can be your subscription stuff. It's like, hey, if you want to find out how to get a high ass and thighs like mine, just come over to my kayak workout series. Yeah, there it is. There's Bailey right there. Look at him. That, that's him getting ready for a kayak tournament, stretching out, ready to go. Uh, oh, wow. How did we get oh, here, boy? Yeah, I don't know how we got here. Bailey asked a question. I think I just got done telling like a story about a boating accident. Now we're talking about Bailey breaking freaking pineapples with his thighs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
What a world we live in. I think I'm gonna sit out this next this next segment. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go film the next episode of uh, Serious Angler where he breaks a pineapple with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Randy Blockett episode. Oh, you know, are, really you, are you a Randy power lifting on, on uh, FaceTime every day? Is this how we're, is this what's going on now? What? Are y'all FaceTiming power lifting? Now? Listen, you and Randy? FaceTiming that. No. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, Lord of mercy. Oh shit. Who was, uh, who was the guy that smashed fruits and stuff with the hammer? Gallagher. Yeah. Ba- yeah. Bailey's the, the, the thigh Gallagher. Thigh Gallagher. Golly. Oh, <laughs> John, John's comment to kill me. Oh, John. That's dude, your uncle. It's John, he's, man. He's, he's a way better commenter than he is a guest. <laughs> yeah. I can attest to that. <laughs> that episode's still alive, though. It never did get down. So I don't know how. <laughs> hey, John, he's one of a kind. We love him. One of uh, a kind. Uh, Paul, what about you? Most scared you ever been on the water? March 2023, Santee Cooper. I put in at a place I had never seen before until that morning. It was dark, and I'm pedaling out a little little channel to get to where I want to go start. And as I get there, lines in, I start fishing. There's a group of of cypress trees up there I want to get to and throw a, a, a cinco or you know something under. <clears throat> I get up there. The sun Marty, is just starting yeah. to creep about. It's light. Casting, casting. I throw my damn my damn worm up in there, and it gets hung up in, in the like head high, sitting on your kayak in in the tree. And I'm getting over there, and a big ass gator comes off from the from the bank and does this splash. If you want to see what the splash looks like, look at Bailey's. Except that was like a six foot gator, and mine was at least a ten. And it comes underwater, and you see the bubbles because Santa Cooper is shallow. And so I'm watching the bubbles, and I'm pedaling, pulling myself to the tree, and I get there. And I look up and grab my hook, and the smallest death animal on Santia stared me in the face, except it's about 30 of them. Red wasp nest. Oh. And, I, and I pull it straight to my face, and then they're sitting there wiggling, looking at me in the face. Now, I, I've, I've had honeybees. I've been stung a bunch, but this one time I got stung in the foot because I was cutting grass barefoot. And when it stung me, like 20 minutes later, my ears started closing up, and my lips got fat. And all this shit, so I got scared. I took a bunch of antihistamines, got to the hospital, and it went away. So I thought I was having anaphylactic shot, but I wasn't. So anyway, I'm sitting there March 2023 at C&T Cooper looking at the, the, the deadliest thing on that lake, inches from my face. And, yeah, I was I – because was, if, if it would have been just a little bit warmer, I probably I could have died on the lake that day because they would have sure enough tore my ass up. So – uh, um, I went my Hobie, the only time I have ever in my entire life wished I had automatic backwards. And I pulled the string, and it was the wrong one. And for some reason, my dumb ass still had the <laughs> the thing. And then I finally got reverse and started pedaling my ass off with my hand still on the limb. And, uh, yeah, I got out of there unscathed. But I, I was looking at a red wasp nest uh, inches from my face, and luckily they did not attack. Dude, those things scare the living hell out of me. It literally gives me. Oh, this is a thing. Yeah, tell me about these huge. things. I'm from Iowa. I don't they're know anything. Huge. Take take a northern wasp and times it by three. They're like, the size it, of a of an average pinky finger. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And there's like, like usually like all those cypress trees and the little. They're usually not even on cypress trees. And Santi, what I know is Paul. Like it's always on the like so small little like midget Christmas tree looking things. Mm-hmm. This one's in a on. cypress tree. 
So Dude, for the rest of the day, I was I was casting from forever away. They're huge. They're Ooh, huge. Y'all, y'all have the Japanese hornets yet, or is it just here? I don't even know what that is. Okay, just look up a Japanese hornet. They're an invasive, and we have them in Tennessee because oh. we're at a we're at oh, a high enough elevation. Murder hornets. I guess they're murder hornets. I don't know. The damn things are as big as your thumb. And like, oh yeah, there one flies by your head, and it's like a freaking B fifty two bomber comes by. I mean, it's like, and it's like, oh no, but yeah, we got them here, dude, and they are at yes, out of bounds. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's a specimen right there. Yeah, dude, we got those things. They're invasive, and like, I guess it's because we're at a high enough elevation, but like they're in the Smokies and stuff. But they've also kind of like wandered down into the valley just a little bit, and like. Yeah, man, they're not like Dude. super common, but when you see them, you can like walk up to an like a tree, and the tree will be like, and they're in there because they're so big and so loud. It's just, Dude, Alex, you be- Alex, you better shut up. You're giving somebody from Live Target iCast 2025 <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Check out the just European Hornet. Suckers, you're gonna be fishing them topwater next year. Just watch. Uh, having bees, yeah. European hornet will try to eat the bees and they'll go into the hive sometimes and they ball it up and kill it. When I had bees, they would always go in there and I have to go get them out because they kill it. But European hornet's huge. Uh, I don't know. I hate, I hate anything that flies and stings. Like last yellow jacket nest I had in my yard, I poured about two gallons of gasoline in it and lit it on fire. <laughs> go there and watch it smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather go face to face with an <laughs> alligator on Santee than a a, a whole damn nest of red red wasps. Nope. Uh, no, At no least bad. I could. I had a chance to stab the alligator in the eye or something. Right. <laughs> I mean, with the hornets, there's nothing. One stings you, they all start stinging you. And, you, and every time you smash them, they, it's it's game over. Yeah. There, there. I ran into those on Santee this year too. And Justin Largen, who fishes cat terms as well, he's been on the show. He was like 30 yards from me in practice and we were just talking and I was floating into a tree and didn't realize it. So I had like 10 of them around the kayak and he saw me literally like a little girl trying to hide under my Hobie seat, <laughs> curl up in a ball, just waiting for them to leave. And he, he actually came over, just grabbed the front of my kayak and just like pedaled me forward. So I got away from the I wouldn't move. It was pretty bad. I'm like deathly allergic to those things. It's not good, but. Yeah, those... drunk would no, that is not no poison ivy on your pecker is way worse. <laughs> Other Brennan, don't get me started on Tannerite because we'll go on an hour long tangent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a redneck. That's a redneck wet dream right there, boys and girls. <laughs> well, I have to say, for me, the scariest I've ever been on the water was probably actually this past year, first tournament of the year. Uh, here on Canisius Lake, we had a spring tournament that was supposed to be windy. It was supposed to be like south winds, you know, like 15 to 20. So it was going to get, it's not a big lake. So like, it's going to be annoying, but it's not going to be like bad. Uh, but in the spring for whatever time, like in the April time frame, there's just these random pop-up storms that happen and it's never on the radar. Like you can't be prepared for it. Uh, and we had one that day that came out of nowhere and they said that they clocked it when this thing came out, like the, the gusts at over 80 miles an hour. Uh, and so it literally, at one point it was pretty windy. It was like sustained probably 30 at one point, uh, right when they're, they're about to actually cancel the tournament. And, uh, it hit me like a wall and I couldn't like, you couldn't 
motor you couldn't pedal no nothing obviously because we're all in freaking kayaks but it, like to the point where i couldn't control what anything i was doing i had to bail onto somebody's yard thankfully i was somewhat close to shore and uh nine people is what i was told uh flipped their kayaks when that that wall of wind hit and it, it was bad like the water temperatures that day were in like the mid 40s so it was like dangerously bad like even to back to the point where the state police boat on this how big is Canisius, Andy? Maybe I think five? it's like six and a half miles long. I think yeah. it's six and a half. Big center console state police boat got off because they couldn't handle it. It was it was pretty bad. The um, I got a video of it. it was that was probably the most scared I've been just because I didn't have any control. I thought for sure I was flipping, but thankfully just broke my kayak and bailed on somebody's property. And this is why I don't fish on kayaks. <laughs> this is actually a kayak. This is actually a term I almost talked to Andy getting into. Yeah. Right after my daughter <laughs> was born. Like, my no, second daughter. I was like, yep, glad I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I forgot we we're going to get into something else here. Um, reminder that we still have a bunch of prizes up for grabs. We'll keep the questions coming, folks. Give us some, some stuff that we can chit-chat about here, but uh, here's my question for you guys. We talked about the worst bait, but let's talk about what do you think is the best bait of 2023? Mm. And your over yet? So far, so far, we got a couple months left. For for most people though, their season's relatively almost over here. Mm, we're getting into hunting. Hunting. <laughs> for, for Alex and I, that never ends. <laughs> Brendan's probably got over. two weeks left. What's yeah. that? You got two weeks of fishing left. You got ice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll go. I'll go like just into like the first week of November. And then it's pretty much like got to switch to walleye or crazy. getting ice fishing stuff ready. And I refuse to do that. So crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's the Arctic up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing like a, I'm wearing freaking shorts right now. It's 85 degrees. And in two months, like it's going to be cold. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. we, we had a day in February last year. It was 85 degrees. <clears throat> That makes me jealous, man. Ugh. Hey, we got plenty of land. Just move on down. Just like right. the rest of y'all. Where are you at? How much land you got? North I'll Carolina. I ain't got none. I live in a townhome. I mean, I can't I can't piss in my backyard. Hey, I got 16 well, and we a don't half. Have land there. What are you talking about? I'll, I meant in general, the South in general. Okay. Well, I don't have money, so we got to figure it out, man. Squatter's rights, buddy. Squatter's rights. Squatter's rights. <laughs> uh, Alex, what about you? Um, best bait so far in 2023. Probably, I'm gonna go slobber knocker because it's like saved my ass a bunch this year. Like as far as tournaments, winning money, uh, I won. I won one tournament on it in March. I came in second in another tournament that pushed me way up in Angler of the Year. And I don't know, it's just been a really good bait. That and probably Money Badger because I mean, do Money Badger was just stupid, you know from. December, like literally from November through like hell, almost April of this year, I caught fish on a money badger like almost every trip out. So those are definitely uh, slobber knocker for like tournament stuff and the money badger for just the immense amount of fun I had catching literally probably thousands of fish if I went back and, and you know, uh, what's the word i'm looking for counted them all there we go like my, oh. brain, my brain just went yeah there you go <laughs> brandon what about you dude honestly i don't i don't know that i have like a favorite bait from 2023 um i don't even know that i own one from 2023 if i'm being completely honest with you 
Yeah. So, yeah, I can't help here. I don't well, what about just a bait? A bait. It, anyway, it doesn't have to be like come out in 2023. Like this year, what's been a bait for you that you're like, man, this has really made a difference in my oh, life? Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it had to be from 2023, like an ICAST bait. No, that's uh, my bad. I explained it horribly. Oh, no. Okay. Um, honestly, man, I've been kind of like getting into more of the big bait thing. Um, okay. I would say for me, it's probably this guy right here. Uh, line through swim bait. That's a rising sun. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then I throw, I've been doing more big baiting, like I said. So, like, big eight inch phony shad. Where's it at? Love there it. it is. There you go. So, stuff like that. I've been messing around more with that. Um, I don't know. I got a long ways to go. It's, it's a little bit of a journey, but I'm going to figure it out. So, big baits. Yeah. In general. Have you been doing it in derbies too, or just while fun fishing? Um, I haven't been doing it in derbies at all. And that's honestly because most of my tournaments that I fish are on the Mississippi river. Um, but I will be throwing like Chad shads and smaller glides, um, this weekend actually. So hundred percent. Yeah. They're, they're running, they're running shad anywhere from an inch to eight inches all the way up onto sandbars and rocks right now. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable between, well, here's another one and it's not necessarily something this year, but shower blows the big yeah, pretty good sized i think that's the 155 mm. size right there um you know that and a and a little glide bait um and a swim jig it's all you need so hell yeah, yeah. i've been seeing your stories of those big swim baits and the fish you've been catching yeah i don't i don't claim to be an expert by any means but i've been messing around with it a lot more and i have a, a lot of confidence in it now that's for sure i've seen what i needed to see and i and i've learned from some pretty good people so we'll see I'd say so. Paul, what about you? I, I got two. One of them is going to be a drop shot with a watermelon red trick worm. That has got me in all of my tournaments where I needed two or three more fish. That has got me the fish, and they hadn't been all dinks. And, I mean, I fished it deep. I've gone up on the bank and fished it on the bank and caught fish with it. And then the other one's going to be that Lago Shad. I don't think it's a quarter, quarter ounce, the bigger uh, Okashira head without the blade on it that lago shad again i've had three tournaments where that was that was the fifth fish was on that so mm-hmm. those have been my two deacon man so on those okashira heads because at least when i was buying them they only made them up to an eighth ounce but they okay. make them, they make them bigger now i i don't know i get it's the biggest one that i can that i find it's cabela's so I yeah. can't remember the size of it, but it's the one without the blade. The one with the blade, every time I catch a fish, the blade gets messed up and doesn't twirl anymore. So I fish the gotcha. bladeless. Oh, oh, the one without the blade might get bigger. Yeah. I'm yeah, not I sure. I can't remember. It's, it's still small, but whatever the yeah. biggest one I can find at Cabela's mm-hmm. in the store. I like it. Heck yeah. And for me this year, my like my spring was just nonstop fishing because of the Western schedule, and then I had a move and everything. And so I really am just thinking back to – what made a difference in the Western tournaments and like probably the one that made the biggest difference for me was switching. And this is like a very Delta thing, right? But it has made such a difference for me in other places now from going there and doing it, but not Sanko in with a five inch Sanko, like, but a six inch Sanko is so much, so much more castable is so much easier to skip. You can do everything on a casting rod with it. 
wacky. You can throw it anywhere. And I just dialed that in because I've always been like a Texas rig Sanko guy or a wacky rig five inch Sanko, but wacky on a six inch Sanko catches the crap out of them and big fish everywhere you go. And it doesn't matter that it's six inches and it's so much easier to fish being six inches with like a casting rod, heavier gear. I don't know. Just something that I, I had changed and I had to change hooks to find what I liked because I feel like wacky Sanko is a, a, a special thing. You can lose a lot of fish doing it um, around around cover with uh, with a wacky Sanko for some reason. I like it. Uh, I got to say there's been two for me. One, I'll, I'll go finesse and I'll go more on the power side. Kind of piggybacking off of Brennan a little bit, but the Spro KGB Chad Chat has been freaking killer for me this year. Uh, kind of diving more into the big bait thing as well. Not to the extent Brennan is, but at least trying to implement it where it's efficient and caught my PB largemouth this year, as well as the, I've my first ever solo dirty 30 on a Spro KGB Chad Shad. So I would say that one. And then I've been uh, throwing a Nico the past two years, pretty heavy. That mm. Daiwa Nico fat is probably my favorite bait that to throw sick. with that. Yeah, bud. Yeah. That thing's real nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and real fast, Andy, before you give your bait, we have a, uh, we have been challenged by Adam for episode 500 that you and I need to go swim in the Bass Pro Shops <laughs> tank. <laughs> Yo, I thought you were literally about to say his his most recent comment, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw uh, throw this up on, and he's Adam S is gonna get the business from the Bass Boat hat. But uh, I thought you were about to literally say Andy and I are gonna do banana hammocks. And <laughs> I, I was convinced that's what you were going with. So with that, that. <laughs> do that. I mean, I'm not you know I'm there for that. <laughs> there we go episode 500 boys we'll get everyone out to an airbnb with a hot tub and we'll, we'll do a live show right <laughs> <Things> <laughs> canceled, <all right. laughs> hey i don't think you can cancel it who is it uh cory johnson i think it was stray cast he did it live from his hot tub so I feel yeah 100 like, yeah it's already been done it, we yeah. know it's fine it's accepted I think jumping in the Bass Pro Shop. Tank Listen, Bailey, after what I sent you and Ben the other morning, I think you can do whatever the hell you want to do on YouTube, just as long as we call it educational. That was pretty bad. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever seen in your life. That's that ruined my day, actually. Yeah, I know. It <laughs> kind of did mine too, to be honest with you. We'll leave it. I'll at have that. To ask you guys backstage what that's all about. That's oh, really just wait. I'll send it to you. It's on YouTube. Okay. It is public for the whole world to see. Dude, it is... text, text me that when we're done. I want to watch. Okay, it. it's dramatic. It's really it will hurt you. I'm just telling you. All right, go on. I can't be hurt, dude. I can't be damaged. Oh, geez. Uh, just wait. <laughs> oh boy. Not when, not when I'm not when I'm drinking out of my show car cup. <laughs> too dull for that. Andy, what's uh, what's what's your favorite bait for 2023? Oh man, it's been. I guess a flatworm. No, I don't think it is because I've caught more sixes on a baby Z2, but. I've been like, it's been a year of like experimentation with different baits and techniques, and there's so many different baits. But one that I would have to say that I really, really have enjoyed throwing this year, and I've been trying to find them. So if you have them, I will buy them. But that's the Critter Hog by Berkeley Maxent. And I've been catching a lot of fish, fishing it on a lot of different techniques, and it gets really big bites. And they were discontinued. As you say. The Berkeley people know, and it stinks because they catch really good fish. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see it now. It's kind of like a brush hog. Think you yeah. make your own? It's, well, just something, it's something about the Mac scent. Yeah, just melt down all the other Mac scents. And Andy, I've got like twenty-five packs. 
You need some. Mm. Uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down to two packs, and it's yeah. killing me. Just pick up any old pack of plastics and cover it in bait fuel, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'll start catching them. Andy, Genius. the way you get those bags is you got to jump into the fish tank at the Classic, and Alex will give you all 25 bags. That's all right. With, with no, 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 I want you to strip down completely butt naked, cover yourself completely in bait lube, and run in and see how long it takes somebody to grab a hold. Bait fuel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> covering bait fuel. You know, like the like the lubed up deaf guy from Family Guy. You can't get me. That's what I want it to be like. I want you completely naked, strip down, and just go running through the classic as hard as you can, and just see if they can get a hold of you. <laughs> Are you gonna play that clown music? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, uh, man. I, I kind of want to see if we want to answer this question tonight from Adam S. How many first graders could you all take? <laughs> all right, Delto Becky. Like, all I think of is stepbrothers instantly when I see yes. like, something like that. How many people? <laughs> am I-, I think the move is like picking one up and just mowing the rest down. <laughs> just like spinning as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly. Minute. Like, this one is getting well, sacrificed. You real here. I have thoroughly yeah, get two. Question out. You, you can get two first graders. Listen, like I, taught second grade. Grade. <laughs> I taught second grade, so I thought, what happens if you turn on me? What, what, what happens if they turn on me and it's mutinous in the classroom? What what do I have to do? And the thought process was always, you 300 one of them. Kick them square in the chest. This is Sparta off the top of the desk. It intimidates the rest of them. You take the moment for intimidation, and then you just start sending kids to the shadow realm. Kicks, punches, knees to the head, elbows. It doesn't matter. It's going to be blood, guts, and destruction. It's part of it. You just got to get over that fact. Brandon agrees. He knows what I'm talking about. Dude, you start know. pulling teeth, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. It Send is a, a message to him. Yeah. It's violent. It is violence of action in speed. That's all it takes with any person. But if it's a room full of second graders, 25 of them, 30, I don't care. Violence, action, and speed, and you're, you're good. The best motivation is fear, right? That's it. You scare yeah. somebody, you're done. Some I know of our Rudd. finest leaders, you know, Stalin, Hitler. Exactly. We could go on and on and on. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I know Rudd taught second graders. I think I'm the only one here that has actually had a first grader. And I'm going to tell you. You're say you're the only one that actually fought a first grader. Grader. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did in first grade. I won. The I would run because uh, the wrath of a first grader is there. there is no fear. Once they turn it on, they're coming for you. So I'm going to tell you, it would take none because I'm running. I know damn well my fat ass can outrun every one of those in that classroom. <laughs> Except they for that one. You know? <laughs> oh, and, uh, hey, here's the other thing. Do we all get to work together in this fight against the fifth graders? Or is it like <laughs> me versus fifth graders, Rudd versus fifth graders? Or do we get to work together? Oh, if we work together, they're dead. If we're working yeah, we're together, good. we can take oh. on at least five more, six That's more. Right. It's like Call of Duty zombies. You just get them going in a circle and turn around and mow them down. I mean, it's just that's yeah. all you need. <laughs> and Bailey's got them over there in between his thighs, crushing heads. Have a, few, have a field goal contest. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like this sounds like Anchorman. It's like Andy, yeah, Bailey, Bailey killed him. We're gonna have to hide him for a little while. Like, Brennan's like, yeah, you're gonna have to hide under my desk. I got a cot. You can lay low for a little while. <laughs> What if what if they have weapons though? What do we do if they have weapons? 
You're first grader. You're screwed. That's just you're out. I don't know. Wait, do y'all have a first grader and you see what happens? <laughs> They're gonna need the weapons, I can tell you that. <laughs> Better hope they have something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, reminder to everybody, we still have some prizes up for grabs. Um, we got one last topic out for the night, unless you guys have anything or the folks have some stuff that uh, they would like us to talk about here. Um, but best fish story of your entire life, getting back on a less non-PG. <laughs> Is this like landing, I, I a, landing a fish? Like what kind of – what's our – whether it was a big fish story or just something that just sticks in your mind as like just something wild that happened. Like mine, I'll kick it off to you and, that, and see if you could follow okay. along. Like this past year, I was, while my dirty 30 was cool, there was a tournament that I fished that uh, I caught a 20 inch smallmouth on that same Spro KGB Chat Chad. And with it was a bunch of them, a bunch of fish with it. They were schooling on it. I had another one the next cast come up on it, chase it all the way, and I figure-eighted an 18-inch smallmouth hmm. at the kayak. And that was the coolest thing. Like, have you seen that hmm. where you, you're splashing the top of the water? You've seen that becoming more of a thing with swim baiting? And I was splashing the top of the water doing a figure-eight really fast, and the thing came up, ate it, and I flipped it into the boat, and it was an 18-inch smallmouth. So That was probably dude, the coolest thing I've done. That is wild. First of all, that has not just been a thing that's coming out. It's been a thing for a long time. Like, Well, I'm saying, like, in, in regards to people, like, doing that for bass. That's nice. been relatively nice. new. It, the, I feel like that's been like a Japanese thing for a while. California. Man. You look at you look at like old videos with guys with big swim baits in California, like early 2000s. Like, like my guy one time. Well, okay. Not that video. <laughs> but I watched a guy. He was throwing some big, one of those, um, I'm trying to think of the name, those big top waters. But he had like a 10 pounder following it and he saw him at the boat. And he just picked up his rod, and instead of like figurating on this side, he went to the other side of the boat and smacked the water with that big bait, and just went whack, and that fish came out from under the boat and ate it. It was a ten pounder. What? Like he literally was like he saw him. He's like, oh, there's three of them. There's three of them, and he just goes, boom, and spins around and whacks the water, and they went whack. <laughs> like they were just so hot that they were chasing wow. anything, and he hit the water hard, and that one just went. Yeah, I know it's been big for musky and pike. I'm saying for bass. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I'm with you. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. For sure. That's freaking wild. So why do you think that that bait works so well for you, being that you don't really have lakes with big shad? Do you feel like it's just mimicking a big bait in general, something they've never seen? I think it's just because draw power. I think that's simple. I think you can throw those baits where – even like the color pattern, like you can throw a trout pattern on lakes that don't have trout whatsoever and just fish are just drawn to it. I think you can look at guys that are throwing like Brandon can attest to this, like bright pink, like really wacky colors. And it's just simply just for attention. They just see a big profile yeah. that isn't like that's an easy meal that's big. And I think it's just the simple drawing power of it. Like we, one thing I noticed like for the, we had a Berkeley media event this past year and they, showed us the Nessie where the Nessie nine, the nine inch was getting way more attention than the seven where I just think it's because of the size and profile. It just gets way more attention than when fish are up there. They kind of like, oh, maybe I'll try to eat that thing. And that's usually when you catch those fish. And that's usually the ones that only have like one hook. I don't think they're trying to eat. I think they're just trying to either kill or they're just curious. Yeah. And that competitive feeding environment too. Like when they're in that wolf pack, like you just explained, like, 
when one of them, like when you trigger that mechanism in their head that they're born with, like genetically, when you trigger that and one of them goes for it and they're wolf packing like that, like they're there together to mm-hmm. eat together. And when one of them goes for that bait, it's game on. I mean, it's, it's unreal. It's like shaking. Um, and it's something you only get with a big bait too. Like you, you don't see it with any other bait. Like the closest thing would be a jerk bait or maybe like yep. a top water mm-hmm. walking bait. Totally. But yeah, it's unreal. Hey Bailey, I just want to go back on your statement about on top of the water. Um, and all these comments and, and everybody's comments, I always, this is something that I say to my father-in-law whenever he says something and Bethany and, and Bethany's sister and Bethany's mom, I'll disagree with him. Why did you even speak? Just shut up. All right. You're wrong. It's, everybody's been doing it for years. <laughs> wow, my bad, bro. <laughs> it's like, I'm like sitting over here watching these comments come in. It's like, I've been fishing my whole life. I've been doing this ever since then. It's like, since 1950. That's when I started doing this. This is when we started doing big baits across the top of the water. Now I'm just, I'm screwing with it. This is one of those. It's like when people get pounding on the comments, it's like, why did you even speak? Like, just why did you even speak? It's easy. Why are you here, bro? Yeah. Look, why did you even show up? <laughs> Shut up. All right. Uh, <laughs> better be yeah andy what about you man oh it kind of takes me way back to like childhood i was at a family reunion one time and this is like right after i got the biggest bug to like fish all the time and uh i literally like scoured bushes for fishing line because i had a paper clip so i found fishing line and molded out this paperclip to a hook and put a piece of cooked hamburger on it and caught like a 12 inch bluegill in this pond at a family reunion and i just like that's one of the fish catches that resonates with me for like ever because it's like i was just starting to get into it and all i wanted to do was go fishing and i found a way to catch this awesome bluegill in this pond and now it's still all i want to do to this day is just go fishing so and we do it luckily every day. It's fun. Dude, time awesome. out. I feel like everybody, like we're all grown men here and we're yeah. all sitting here on this podcast at this time of night choosing to be here talking about fish. Like mm-hmm. we all have a childhood story like that. That's yeah. just fun. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Totally. Like, I guarantee yeah. everybody's got a story like that, you know? Like I remember like in the bushes weren't even like anywhere close to the pond. They were like across the road. I'm like, how is there fishing line here? But there was an entire mess of it. And we like had to tie knots together to make it like 10 foot long. And then found like the perfect stick to like hanging out off this dock and Caught a bluegill. It was the only one we caught, but it was really cool. And to answer Adam S.'s question, yes, he is Bear Grylls. He uh, he pissed a little while after that and drank it, um, and then <laughs> he took that fish up and ate it uh, by starting a fire with nothing but two sticks and uh, his feces. And then he drank his piss again just for fun, <laughs> in front of his whole family. Yeah, just to do intimidation factor, just to scare him, like you said. Yeah. Uh, Love good job, Andy. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> Paul, what do you got? The biggest bass I ever caught. Imagine a place ate up with coontail, top of the water. We're there the week before, threw a top water, fish missed it. Guy in the boat with me threw a spinner bait, caught it seven and a half pounds. Week later, we're in there. I got another buddy fishing with me. I got a spook junior, and I'm throwing it in between the little places of the coontail, and something rolls on it. And I thought it was a carpet first. I was like, I looked at the guy and said, don't you fucking throw over there. <laughs> and so I threw over there again, two twitches, and something just came up and slurped it in. Not a big splash or nothing, just sucked it in. Started reeling it, got up, caught in the coontail. 
And I reeled the boat over there to us. 10 pounds, one ounce. The biggest fish I've ever seen in my entire life. And it ate a top water. And, I mean, it, it wasn't even a good fight. I was disappointed in the fight. But when I reached down and grabbed it, I was shaking so bad. Lifting it up. To, I had a palm pilot. Y'all remember the palm pilot? Mm-hmm. Big old ass. Mm-hmm. I still got the pictures of taking that with the palm pilot. If I hadn't the damn had that, my wife got so mad at me for buying that phone. If I hadn't had it, I'd never had pictures of that fish. <laughs> Dang. Our old Spook Jr. Stock mm-hmm. hooks, too? Oh, fuck yeah, stock cooks there are probably rusty. <laughs> I mean, they probably oh, wow. were. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. That's sick. Brennan, what do you got? Um, well, I'm probably going to get freaking raked across the coals here because it's a big bait, and it was like kind of on the top of the water story, so hopefully <laughs> I don't get murdered here. But How uh, did you even <laughs> speak? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll just shut up now. But um, no, it's not even a PB story or anything like that. It was actually uh, – this last weekend, no joke, it was the craziest thing, coolest thing I've ever seen um, between what I saw in forward-facing sonar and what I saw with my own eyes at the end. But uh, big bait, phony shad, it was actually this one right here, big bluegill. Um, working it over like a 14-foot grass line, um, and a wolf pack of bass came up, and I, I was throwing at them. Um, it was like my second cast. The entire wolf pack comes up for it, and... It, my bait immediately is just obliterated. Like I watched him hit it on the screen um, and it hit it so hard. Like I think it was trying to stun it that it didn't actually get a hook, anything. Uh, but naturally, like I tried to set the hook. Right. And when I do that, the bait shoots forward like six feet. Then on my screen, I watch another one shoot up like a different fish, hit it, do the same thing. I set the hook, nothing bait comes forward. At this point, the bait is literally on the top of the water and comes up, glides up, and, like, lays on its side on the top. And I, I'm convinced this was, like, probably the smallest fish in the wolf pack. Comes up and hits it on the top of the water um, while it's laying on its side, like, as it begins to fall back down and settle. And it was, like, a four and a quarter or something like that. It wasn't a giant, giant, but um, super cool. Just to see, like, how aggressive those fish are and what you can unlock with a big bait. Like, it's behavior that you've never seen before. Um unless it's with a big babe. So pretty cool. You all the comments on how boring this story was since you were using forward facing sonar. Yeah. It's the worst story <laughs> now. Yeah. It, I led with I that. If I would have, yeah. Why did you even speak? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's like, I'm not going to go on a forward facing. But that like that right there is what makes it so fun is that anticipation and watching Mm-hmm. fish like especially and, and I just like wish, this I guess, time of year when they're grouped up and you watch yeah. wolf packing that's just like brad yeah. we've been throwing that rig for years but we got them on the first <laughs> 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 yeah yeah uh, i wish i could afford four faces sonar man i'll get out of here <laughs> dude andy and i were giggling like little kids this past weekend we were we were catching school and smallmouth on Demiki rigs on using mm. forward facing, and we were, you're watching a wolf pack of like 30 smallmouth come out of 40 feet of water, and your bait's just falling down, and you just watch it come up, and you're just like giggling like a little kid, like oh my god, and it's like <laughs> like, and it's just mayhem. Like anyone that says dumb, screw you. That's all. Well, I gotta anybody say. that says that it makes you a better fisherman is a dumbass. Because I've got it on my boat. Anyone <laughs> I did, 
I chased the damn gar for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, you have to know what you're looking at. Yeah, right? I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like I told my analogy is it's like handing a kid a book that doesn't know how to read. Help Dude, I, I, I honestly tell people around here that like have questions about it um, that I, I feel like it sets you back a year in your fishing. I really do believe so. Like if you want to go hard at it and learn it, like it sets you back mm-hmm. uh, more times than not. So Mm -hmm. it's a commitment. It's something you got to learn. It's super cool. I wish people understood how much time and energy goes into learning it to where you can enjoy it. And then just the things you see is unreal. It's Mm -hmm. so cool. Mm -hmm. It it makes fishing enjoyable for me, more enjoyable. I'll agree with that because like, it's deep. Yeah. I mean, I'll agree with that because you realize just how many fish actually look at your bait and just how many of them do not eat your bait. Yeah. Like you realize like, oh crap, maybe, maybe this is a lot harder. It was cool. I reeled a, I reeled a slobber knocker across a flat and just to see like the little orbs come up off the bottom and just follow it and then just go right back down off of it. I was like, huh? And I just kept throwing it in there. And like, I don't know how many of them were gar. The one I knew was a gar. Cause I literally watched it. It was cool. Cause I got to see a gar do something I've never seen it do before. Literally swam from 15 foot of water straight up to the top. Like did that thing where it like gulps air and then swam straight back down to the bottom and just sat down. And I was like, Oh, that was a gar I've been fishing for this whole time. And like, it was just cool to see that even though it wasn't a bass or a bite, it was just like, damn, like I didn't know. I thought they just like hung out right under the surface, but like, no, they're going all the way to the bottom, all the way back up, all the way back down. It's crazy just to see that kind of stuff. Just watching their behavior and how they do or don't react to stuff is it's honestly fascinating. Like it's just so fun to, Mm-hmm. Like when you get to see a bass come up, like I don't care if it's a 12 incher or a 12 pounder, like if you get to see it come up on a ball of shad or like destroy an eight inch bluegill on the screen, that's super cool. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. That's awesome. Y'all know yeah. how much time my ass waste in a tournament fishing a point or something where I saw fish on side imaging or down imaging and how much time I waste not knowing if they're ready to bite or not. I mean, what they're doing i mean it's just the amount of time i spend checking a place out because it looks good and there might not even be any damn fish on it it i mean just using it as a thing to see if they're there and if they're ready and i'll tell you right now the whole thing about like i know randy blockett said this and i've heard some other people say i think this was said on that bass thing i saw on tiktok the other day everybody wants to use the conservation buzzword immediately it's like it's gonna kill our legs well here's the deal I'm going to either prove it or disprove it because I have been talking to several biologists trying to find somebody. Uh, I think Missouri, someone at Missouri is doing a study about it. And so I'm going to get somebody on the podcast or have a conversation about that exact thing. And like, I'm going to get the real scientists who are actually doing the real work to give us a real answer. And if it's yes, it's yes. And we all got to take it on the chin. If it's no, then it's no. And everybody that says, trust me, bro, can just suck it because I'm going to get the real answer. Like that's I'm, I'm on that. So anybody listening to this, that's like concert is it's going to hurt conservation back off on the buzzwords a little bit here. This isn't politics. Let's find out the real answers and get some real data before we start just spewing bull crap out there. But we're throwing all the damn fish we catch with it back. That's going to hurt conservation more than anything. Cause we're yeah. throwing a bunch of 12 inches back when we need to be keeping them, eating them. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. Hey, why, whole different yeah. Let's why talk about a school of fish wolf packs. What? What? Why do we call a school of fish bass wolf thing? It's a different thing. You got like a school is like a bunch. A wolf pack's like three, four, five, six at a time that are like cruising, looking for fish. Hunting. They're trying hot. To eat. Trying when, to we, eat. 
we call it getting hot. Like when, when yeah. it's the same deal, when, when it's on forward phasing sonar, like I remember something from being up here at a tournament in the Northwest last year, we got out on a point and like, they weren't hot. And then you're jerking in there and there was four of them that, you know, they're just doing this and you're like, yeah, get, ready, get ready. And then you throw in there, you throw And then it's just, Oh, Oh, see, they do it here. Like there's a few lakes right here. They cruise the bluffs. You like watch them come down a bluff and just like throw something in there in front of them. And they just, I mean, it's like, it's like you kicked a hornet's nest. It's like, they don't even know. It's like, it's pure madness, but it could one of them will grab it. doesn't matter. Everybody stay calm. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just saying though, why, a, why can't we call them a gaggle of crows? Because have you ever seen a gaggle of crows attack another it's bird murder. and kill it? I think that's called a murder of crows. I think a group of crows is called a murder or a rape. It's a weird hmm, murder. Oh, that's weird, Alex. Weird to bring up. Yeah, what a what a right. strange thing for Rudd to bring up. It is called a murder. He's actually right. It's yeah, like, it's a murder. Crows yeah. is called it a is murder. murder of crows. A murder of crows. And then what's a rape? There's a something else called a rape, and it's a like it's a group of animals. It's weird animals too. Let's see. Don't know that one. I don't know. Careful how you Google that, Bailey. <laughs> <Yeah. I don't laughs> oh, that was called Nirvana. Turn your turn your VPN on <laughs> before you Google that. Anyway, anyway, awkward pause. Yeah. <laughs> Dead air. I think it's something. It's, worse too. Yeah, probably when Drupalist says, "Don't Google that." Y'all should listen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I trust Reddit, but apparently it's dolphins. Dolphins, <laughs> baby. A hey, group of thirty mean. or more dolphins is known as a rape squad. <laughs> oh, okay. only... it's gone down the rabbit hole. Really. Let's uh, let's change topics. Yeah, please. <laughs> Hank oh, Hill God. got done, got like that in uh, King of the Hill with the dolphin down in uh, Texas yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite yeah. episodes of King of the Hill. I've yeah. seen them all. That's got a good by a dolphin. Yeah, Drew with the zinger here, <laughs> talking <laughs> about the crows. I guess their claws must be trogue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Got him. Uh, Dude, boy. that trocar cup was the deal tonight, huh? Yeah. Aren't you guys yeah. glad I brought that? It's oh, got yeah. a fupa too. God. Is that is that your punishment for fantasy fishing? <laughs> is having to use that trocar mug? Are you talking to me? <laughs> you. Why yeah. do I have to be punished for fantasy fishing? And if you lose? I guess we'll find out in the recap. Did I get last place? Up. Guess we'll find out coming up. <laughs> well, if I have to keep drinking water from the trail car cup then i will <laughs> yeah. oh man hey we never told my my fish story <laughs> hey. okay, there you go. hey hey guys you forgot about me adam want to participate come on guys don't leave us out all right hey guys adam. that's me go for it the show the floor is yours all right i'm not gonna go forward facing uh, uh, <laughs> good, that's the worst. All right, Adam. Presenting Adam Deacon. Tell us what you've always wanted to tell us. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. Um, this year, this Roast year, them in the comments. <laughs> in a uh, in the tournament series on the Delta, when I was catching spawning fish, uh, a custom color. I need to. I need to talk to Brennan about this color because it's a. That's a serious angler hat. A, a dyed Mr. Higgs, yes, <laughs> Sarah Deacon. Hey, put him up full screen. Exactly. <laughs> that was the best. Someone needs to send him something. 
Uh, We're sending him a serious angler hat, and he said, "There we go. We'll keep this up." Okay. Okay. All right. Let it out. Let it out. Well, there's a, a a Berkeley Powerbait pit boss that we have figured out a color to dye. Uh, that for some reason, man, these fish when they're spawning, it's crazy with them, and it's just something that I have a lot of confidence in catching spawning fish. And I was with uh, Zach. Uh, Zach, what's his last name? Let me find it here. I gotta actually find it. But Zach Eggles, Eggleston. You know yeah. what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The guy who who yes. okay. basically goes from California then up your guys' way and is guiding up on on the Great Lakes and what right yeah, now. Yeah, he was actually with us for the X2 trip last week. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Good, super good dude. So he was my co-angler, Eggleston. There it is. Uh, <laughs> he he. We're having a blast catching these spawning fish, and he's watching. Adam, this- how does that make you feel? <laughs> Don't be an isolator or catching spawning fish. Which one's I can be isolated. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. This is anyway, therapy session. This fish is getting fired up. And it's like let it's it out, like, Adam. I'm letting it out. I'm trying my best here, but you guys keep interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to let it out. Come so, on. Anyways, I'm flipping it over and over, and this fish is starting to finally get pissed off, and it is pissed off. And I jerked it hard and he missed yeah, you it. Did. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, <laughs> Zach is sitting there right next to me. And he got to see this fish. Okay, I'm done. I'm just gonna be done. Adam, <laughs> I'm gonna leave the fence. That's where we ended. Adam, you're being irrational. <laughs> Wait, where's that? What is this show need to be sponsored by again? Better help. I was on my podcast with my friends. I thought they were my friends. They weren't really my friends. I can't breathe. Okay, we should let Adam finish. All right, seriously, finish. I want to hear the rest of the story. I'm interested now. Yeah, okay, sorry. okay. This fish. Swung on this bait. Okay, I'm this. Is that booing? Is that a cow? Tara's oh, about to cow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, anyways, this fish made a cool swipe at the boat, and he ate, he he would not move off of the bed, or she would not move off of the bed. And for whatever reason, this fish finally got fired up enough to where it swam from the bed Eight or, is a large mouth too. This isn't a small mouth. And chase this bait back all the way. It would not eat it on the bed. And I finally, like 40 minutes into this fish, 30 minutes into this fish, this fish followed it all the way from the bed to the boat. The bait basically hit the boat and I dropped it back down and it followed it down and I popped it again. And this fish like did the full like mouth open at the boat. And it was just, a, just just stuck in my head of this catch. And Zach netted it, and it was like right at the boat. And it was just a big one that I needed to have a good bag that day. And it was a, it was a blast. But for whatever reason, that fish I've never seen a fish not be interested at all, and then come out and eat it. How far did it come off the bed, <laughs> Adam? Dude, I sent you a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got a better story. My wife asked if I've seen the dog bowl. <laughs> I, said, I never knew he did. Yeah, that was a lot better than Adam's story. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, God. That's amazing. Oh, man. Uh, Lord of mercy. 
Was there anything left for that? Or was no, that, that was, <laughs> was done here. Uh, we do it with love, Adam. Don't be the last one and be like, "Hey, don't." He's not even the last one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Deacon. Uh, it was a touching story. <laughs> it was a great story, Sarah. It was awesome. Good story. Good story. <laughs> All right, Alex. Um, pretty easy to beat this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to go, Alex? Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, no I get full screen. I'm just thinking about this one. No, it's the last time I got to fish with my dad. Mm. I, I I didn't realize it at the time, but it was the last time. And so, yeah, yeah. that's mine, dude. It was it was badass too. We uh we went to a lake, little local lake, and uh, got on a school of fish on a rock pile in like two foot of water, and just stood there and caught them and caught them and caught them, and it was just like, you know what I mean? And I got the whole thing on video, so that's cool. But it's like I didn't realize at the time, you know what I mean. And like looking back on it now, it's like, yeah, that's that's mine, and it always will be mine. Uh, there's nothing else that's ever going to happen other than that moment right there, getting to do that. You know what I mean? And knowing that that was now looking back on it, that that was it. You know what I mean? And it was kind of crazy when we were driving home that day. I remember Dad told me, like I could just tell, like he's like, man, I just he's like he's like I'm just so tired. He's like, I, can't, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this. And I was like, oh, you're going to be fine. You know what I mean? And just, I didn't know. Like three months later, it'd be over. And so that's mine. That's 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 the greatest fishing story of my life right there. And We're I all going to have our know. last day of fishing, man. We got to, every trip out is, you got to make know. it special somehow. Uh, dude, and that's my, that is my advice to everybody here. Not to like make this like, you know, dark or sad or whatever. Like, don't look at it like that. Look at it. You know, I got I got the privilege privilege of getting to do that with my dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just want everybody to know, like, do whatever it is, just do it. You know, I mean, if just say be a yes man in in so many aspects of your life, because like my dad only got fifty five years, and mm-hmm. and like when you look at your life, I mean, I'm gonna be thirty here in just a few days, and it's like my dad got twenty five more years than me. That's it. You know, and so like just send it, boys. Send it hard. Don't look okay. back. Ride her until she's done and just go, man. Just go. Good advice, yeah, Alex. Yeah, great advice. Sweet. That was really uh, sweet. Great reminder when even when you're sitting on the water and it sucks and you're all negative, all the thing about getting off the water is, <clears throat> shit, you're breathing. Yep. <laughs> six foot above the ground, buddy. What I tell you all the time, Bailey? I'm six foot above the ground. I'm breathing. That's all that matters. That's her. And not working. And not working. Amen yeah. to that. <laughs> <laughs> another day, another chance. I think I think something too that needs to be brought up on that Alex is like because I'm someone that's not in this YouTube boat right and you guys are are killing it with it but that aspect to me of having that stuff documented Mm -hmm. is incredible Mm -hmm. like that 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 is incredible to me that you'll have that for the rest of your life to show your kids everything else oh dude I say that all the time like people are like I, I mean I told I told Bethany the other day we were talking about it and you know you look at YouTube and it has its ups, its downs, all this social media crap does. Like you look at your numbers and you think, Oh, well, those aren't where those are supposed to be, whatever. And yeah, I have those thoughts, but I also look at it and I go, I have, like you said, I have this, my kids get to see their grandpa or whatever we would have called dad. I don't know. They get to see my dad be my dad in like the rawest, most natural form that my dad was my dad, which was when we were out on the water having fun. You know, and so it's like I get to and like that's the crazy thing is like, you know, my dad's mom died when I was very young. Um, And, you know, it's it's actually kind of a weird thing because she 
died very young in his life, like, you know, in his 20s. He had just had me. I was, I was, you know, four years old, four or five years old when she died. And, and I barely remember. But it's kind of crazy that, like, you know, that we get to sh- – I share the same kind of grief that my dad is going to – that he had his whole life. I, I share that with him now because he's passed on at, at a similar age to me. But the, what's the cool thing about what I have that I didn't have with him and what I didn't have with my mamma is, like, my mamma was, like, a badass woman. Like, she was an outdoors woman before being an outdoors woman was cool. I mean, she was a bow hunter. She took, you know, my dad and his brother out fishing. She's who instilled the outdoors into my dad. And, like, but I only got to hear stories from my dad about that. And, like, whereas my kids watch video, like, evidence and get the stories. You know what I mean? So they get, like, a living picture of what he was what he was like. So, yeah, dude, you're 100% right. If you do failed tomorrow is that me i don't know who, who is that yeah i don't know weird yeah, hang on I'm just muted it might be you alex is it me no hold on yeah <laughs> yeah is it me i think mm-hmm. it's you that's weird you i know it? your mic's not it's good now okay i don't know anyway but yeah they get they <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> Definitely, Alex. <laughs> if anybody's doing it, it's me. I may have already tried. Um, <laughs> um but uh, yeah, so it's like, what the hell's doing? Maybe unplug the mic, plug it back in. Deacon's fucking <laughs> with you. Deacon's fucking with you right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent it in. Oh gosh. Uh, you're, you're muted, bud. <laughs> anyway, anytime I bring up my dad, too, weird crap happens, too. So that's just a whole other thing unto itself. Um, But anyway, yeah, Adam, you're right. Gotta, uh, screw it. I do have video evidence. It's great. I'm going to quit talking because <laughs> it annoys me that, that it's messing up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sounded yeah. like that movie Contact. You remember that? That's what the sound sounded like. I don't even know what that is. Well, you were probably not born when that movie came out. <laughs> well, here, here's one. Alex versus <laughs> Paul Mud Wrestling. <laughs> I got him all day. I don't know. I'm a little action I'm, in speed. It wins every time. I'm a little too stupid to know when to quit, though. <laughs> I'm like Rocky Balboa minus, except I'm fat and well, he's gonna punch. make you quick. You gotta remember, he's Dahmer. <laughs> Would be the first man I bit. <laughs> oh, Dude, this sounds like the most southern like bar fight about to happen. Oh, it's Brennan. That's who's messing this crap up. Brennan. It's me. Yeah, it's yeah. you. Oh. What? Sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, boy. <laughs> That's so sad. Alex has took his whole microphone apart the last two minutes. <laughs> even him. Reconstructed the board over here, rewired the bitch, and it's not even him. Listen, yeah, it's one hundred percent. My, my, sorry, buddy. My, uh, my statement has always been, and Bethany hates when I say this. I came into this world kicking and screaming, covered in someone else's blood, and I'm the same exact way. So just remember that, boys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Words to live by. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, dudes, we got we still have an X2 Power Swag Pack, 
a Bass Fishing Electronics swag pack, and an Omnia Fishing gift card to give away tonight. So let's flood the comments here with the last topic that we'll, we'll take one of your guys' topics for us to discuss here. So let's flood the comments with that quick, and then uh, we'll be we'll be wrapping the show up here. So we'll have some rapid fire giveaway prizes for y'all. So let's let's see it here in the comments. Uh, we got we're gonna have the Serious Angler Olympics, Jabber and Rudd and wrestling, and Bailey and Andy is swimming relay in the BPS tank. Yeah, Bailey's kicking my butt there. I'm not a good swimmer. <laughs> And I think he did it in college, so I'm definitely going down. So it's all you. You can go, and I'll follow, and I'm not following. I'll be a bad friend. This dude's still on the first graders question. <laughs> He's still thinking about it. He's like, you know, we got to go back to those first graders. They were something. Yeah. Oh, God. And make sure to always put a sock over your baseball bat, so if someone grabs it, you can jerk it away from him and <laughs> For y'all, that sounds like somebody who's used a baseball bat in a fight before. Uh, maybe or maybe haven't. <laughs> Brennan's just sitting there like, yeah, lay. I can't talk, but I have words. Yeah. I think so, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, All right, boy. T1D Steve here says that's what forward facing sonar sounds like underwater. I I kind of find that that's hilarious because it. It is pretty good. So we're going to give him the BFE swag pack on that one just because it's electronics related with forward-facing yeah. sonar. I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving uh, Anthony Geist, I guess that's how you said his last name, for the original uh, Trocar uterus comment followed by uh, an IUD comment using a Trocar to rip it out, I think is what he said. And then, uh, then the baby blew out its diaper and just hit the fan and he's back. So that's who is getting <laughs> Folks, if you have won a, a prize tonight, uh, reach out over email or social. We'll get your contact information, send that out to you. But uh, all that's left is a Omnia Fishing $25 gift card. Um, we do have one right here. That's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. And Adam asked, don't fill the sock full of pebbles. Fill it full of oranges. It won't leave a bruise. You can really beat the shit out of somebody with no evidence. <laughs> He's <laughs> oh leaving the character, baby. He's, he's oh, fired up. It's not a character, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Brennan, I know we cut you off there for a little bit. Were you about to say something? I don't know. Can I talk? Am I crackling still? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you got like emphysema, but yeah. You know. <laughs> Luke, Podcast your Every time I open my mouth, I'm like, Contacting Mars, so I don't know if I should talk. <laughs> log out, log back in. Always works. All right. All right. Better play. Cheers to uh, episode 400. You boys have a good night, and I'm going to go too, buddy. talk to more aliens. Bye, buddy. Bye, everybody. Bye. Appreciate you. See you, boys. Have a good night. See you, man. <laughs> yeah, that whole time. Hey, I was just that that what? What was that? Huh? <laughs> Are you screaming? All right, here's here's actually a good question. Uh, who is one person you would want to fish with for a day? Mm. Oh, I, I'll go first since there's a quiet time. I fish. I want fish with Ike. I want fish with Ike. I want all the craziness. I want. I want to ride around in the boat and think I'm gonna die. And uh, yeah, I, I, I want all of that. I want all the craziness in there. 
I saw Iconelli one time, and just to put this out there, I know Iconelli like as a person. He's a good dude. I also have seen Iconelli fishing in his natural habitat, and it is not an act. He come flying into the back of a pocket one time on Douglas Lake in an open, flips into a bush, catches a three and a half pounder, boat flips it, and literally boat flips in and goes, ah! <laughs> picks the fish up out of the floor and sees us standing on the other side of the pocket and goes, Ah! <laughs> throws it in the live well, sits down and screams out of the pocket. And I was like, damn, that, <laughs> that's a man's man. And that was my Cacanelli, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Could you imagine eight hours on the water with that? I mean, it would be the great, it would be the greatest fishing day of my life. I would, I would throw, I would lose a 10 pounder just to experience that. But wow. here's the thing. Do you, if you're his partner, do you counter that and you're quiet when you catch a fish or do you try to match his energy? No, I'm going to act the fucking fool. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be two crazy-ass people on the boat that day. I'm acting the fool. Hell yeah. Andy, what do you got? Oh, man, that's such a hard one. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never really, like, thought about this enough, truly. Um... Anybody else have one? Yeah, Adam, else. Adam, <laughs> Alex, you guys I was laughing right, at you know, I got it. comment, though. I want to go like down south somewhere in like Texas and go flip <laughs> jigs with DB, Denny Brower. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's yeah. pretty good. That'd be like fun. It. Rudd? Ah, man, I don't know. I've got to fish with Rogan. really cool-ass people. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Houston. After I got to fish with Jimmy Houston, I was the coolest son of a bitch to ever live. Um... In my own mind. Yeah, Joe Rogan, that would be pretty badass. Have Rogan on the boat. I mean, he likes fishing. Get him in the boat and just talk shit and go fishing for a little while. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That's a good one, Bailey. Yeah. Get a contact high at the same time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Have a total freak out, too, when it happens. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you'll go Ike for sure. (laughs) How y'all getting back to the ramp? Who's driving? Yeah. Meet the (laughs) devil that night. It's like, I'm back. Oh, God. (laughs) Deacon, who you got? Dude, I think um, someone right now, just because I'm from Colorado and watching even Kim Kardashian. Oh, <laughs> no, never mind. Now we're talking. <laughs> That's fishing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, it, would, it would probably be, uh, probably be uh, Deion Sanders. I think would be a cool. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Stuff going on right now. I know he's big yeah. in the media, but I think that would be someone who'd be a fun guy. Just. Get his mindset on things. Did y'all listen to his hop speech right before the TCU game? Dude, yes. dude, that right there at the end, he was like, We ain't coming no more. We're here. And I was just like, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're through a wall, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he fishes too. Hell yeah. He loves it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this is for my hockey folk out there. I'll say Dustin Bufflin, who is probably one of the best hitters like defensemen ever in the NHL. You and, ben, you and Ben are the same way. Ben texts me one day and he's like, I don't know the guy's name. He was like, Jack Smith wants to fish with me. I'm like, who? <laughs> he's like, this guy. And I'm like, who the hell is that? And he's like, it's a Detroit Red Wing. And I was like, what the hell is a Detroit Red Wing? Like, you don't act offended to me. What are you talking about? Don't act offended to me. And he's like, he's like, he's like it's NHL. And I was like, Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Bailey, is that the guy that Stifler played in that hockey movie? 
a while back. Is that the guy you're talking about? I can't remember the name of the kind of uh, goon. Yeah, goon. Was that him or is that kind of? Kind of. Except Buffalo actually has has skill. Buffalo. He's like the dude that like he has like if you look up like the hit highlights of like the biggest hits ever in NHL and he's all over it and he's actually really good buddies with Gussie. He was actually at the Champions Toast when Gussie won the classic. This like monstrosity of a dude. He's like one of those guys that like when he's so just gigantic that he feels like he's got you blocked in on all sides. He's that kind of big. But he also fishes all the time too. So he would be a cool one. I think Knoxville's supposed to be getting a professional hockey team. We've got like a semi pro team now that like feeds the what's Nashville? The Predators. Mm-hmm and like I think Knoxville's actually getting like a real team though, like NHL, like pro team. So That'd be interesting. Maybe I need to get into hockey. I, I heard there's fighting, so I'd enjoy that. It's fighting, yeah. you can't get charged, so you're good. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Same yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Everybody in Tennessee and that new team's gonna have socks over their hockey sticks. So when people and this them, Anthony Goss guy, I don't know who he is, but he he is like my oh, new. He- he crushes it every single live. Episode. I want him on my Anthony. I need you on my live streams. If you're not subscribed to my channel, you need to go change that right now because I want you part of my community. I like everything that you stand for right so far. I mean, Kate <laughs> Upton Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Yes, put that in the back of the boat with me, Anthony. You know it's true. <laughs> oh be careful. He could be another drunk wood. Really oh good in the God. comments and not very good on the podcast. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Got to have him on to figure it out. Oh, God. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, this has been fun. This was yes. awesome. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go get a big glass of orange juice and go lay down in my bed. Do it up, buddy. We appreciate you as always. I love you, boys. Hello. Hello. See y'all later. See you, man. Bye. And then there were four. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably getting close as well. I'm not going to leave just three. yet. But <laughs> <laughs> I probably should since I have to be up at like 4.30. But. And that's a big-ass crappy behind you. Where'd you catch that? A crappy? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I ain't never seen one of them fish in real life before, you know, down here in North Carolina. Yeah. You got some in North Carolina. You just got to go to the hills. Yeah, Lake James has got them, but I haven't been fishing there before. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught one. I'd probably take it home and eat it. <laughs> just to test it out that's, that's a nice crappie <laughs> oh my gosh good lord alright well boys Deacon I know we got an Omnia Fishing gift card to give away oh dude I forgot I'm sorry I, that's, that's got my anything that, that stands out to you before we take off here for the night and I wish I could give Anthony too um, <laughs> I'm killing it really folks for real is. though appreciate everybody okay. that's been tuning in tonight it's been killer yeah, it's been a blast. Get the gang together. Um, and I already gave Adam one. Adam's Adam S is killing it too. Like who, uh, I, I was thinking the same thing. If I drank, that's why Alex had to log off. Bethany's like, we're gonna have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> did, that, did Brown Baco get anything? Has he had anything yet? Oh, uh, he's got shades, but screw him. <laughs> Some of these are good. That's good. Yeah, there, there's like. There's like five five people on here that have killed it with the comments tonight. So super appreciative to all those folks. But we'll throw another another Omnia gift card over to Brown Baitco because uh, that's pretty Brandon. funny. Bud. Brandon's <laughs> man. Hell yeah. Well, boys, 400 episodes. Freaking nuts. Uh, hopefully we'll have a, another 400 more 
without getting canceled. <laughs> I'd say, hey, I'd say episode 400 was the least risque of all the each 100 episodes live we've had. It's because we limited Drunkwood to the comments. <laughs> That's right. We didn't bring him on here anymore. <laughs> Work one might have been with uh, Red, uh, uh, Pat Renwick. Uh, we had BTC on... I think and John was on that, and that was probably the worst one we've ever had. I had to leave early for that one. I was very disappointed. I had to leave to go record my podcast. I almost canceled mine. It was freaking nuts. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, man, if you've made it to 400 at this point, I don't think y'all have anything to worry about moving forward. I think Next you're good. Thousand, I think you're sure. good. 400, I mean, 400, that's a lot. Y'all have had some shenanigans. I think you're good. I think you don't have to worry about it. You just need to get a little bit crazier each hundred. I think you're right. We'll have to just do something a little wild for the next one. Maybe we do Cannonball in the BP, you know, the Bass Pro Shops <laughs> tank. No. Either way, we'll figure it out. But for, for real, appreciate everybody that tuned into this one. It was a lot of fun, as always. Paul, appreciate you, man. Thank uh, you. Congratulations on 400. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Thanks, where can people... Go listen into the you know your y'all look podcast. Check us out, Bass and Brews podcast. All the major platforms that goes to YouTube. If you're a YouTuber, and yeah, Bass and Brews podcast. It is it's a fishing podcast that is not about fishing. Um, yeah. So if you need a not safe for work podcast to get you through the day, I promise you, we will fulfill that need. If you want tonight on every show, that is the show to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> uh the episode that drops this friday alex was on and we kind of we morphed his underrated overrated uh into a uh episode of mary fuck kill so y'all will definitely need to listen to that because it was uh quite entertaining and i actually had a question that alex wouldn't answer so Uh tall alex not short alex my (laughs) co-host is short alex but yeah you make sure you listen to that this friday it's pretty good Heck yeah. we st- I stumped Rudd. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rudd, that's, that's pretty hard to do, man. That's a, that's like, that's like resume worthy. Should, should I say what it was now and get people interested? Nah. Nope, I'm not. I'm going to let it roll. Let the suspense. Yeah. You already got the suspense. Come on. Hey, thanks thanks for having me on. I, always a great time to come on here and shoot shit with y'all. I appreciate it. You know, y'all have done a lot for us and our podcast, too. And we thank you. Heck yeah, buddy. We'll uh, we'll see you on episode five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here. I might, you know, I might I might drink next step next time. I'm I'm a little disappointed you didn't. Well, you know what? I'm fat as hell. I've got to lose a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. I look I'm like sure this yellow shirt. I look like a Magnum highlighter walking around instead of one of the little skinny ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, boys, appreciate y'all. And uh, for folks tuning in, we'll see you guys later this week for another episode. Peace. Peace. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. 
And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all on the next one.